Welcome to Spoilers Please, where we have discussions usually about movies or TV shows, and we'll do so with spoilers. You've been warned. Hello, my name is Albert. Uh, this is Johnny. And for this episode, we have Tyler back from the Grand Geek Gathering. <laughs> Hello! And for this episode, we also have Jeff for the Grand Geek Gathering. Exactly. This is and Indie Comics. Is this your first episode on Spiders, please? I believe it is. I don't believe I've done this with you before, man. I think you've only been on Stuff and Junk The Stuff once. and Junk show, I've yeah. been on Stuff and Junk, but I've not been on this. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Welcome so, to the show. So, first time for everything. Stuff and Junking. I don't know. Stuff and Junking. and Junking. Well thank, you, well, thank you for having me. <laughs> Speaking of tough stuffing and junking, we are going to be talking about Star Wars, The Last Jedi. <sighs> da, 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 da. Oh, my God. So, lots of feelings. I know Tyler just... I cannot stop talking about it in a minute. Just saw I just, it like an hour ago. Oh, man. Uh, me and Jamming saw it Thursday night. Jeff was it? I saw it last night, actually. Oh, you saw it last night? I saw it last night after work. I had a 4 p.m. show over at the uh, Regal in Garden Grove. Yeah, I had to wait for Haley. Yeah, and I saw it twice. I oh, saw you saw it, it twice, saw too? It once Thursday night, and I saw it once with my nephew Saturday morning. So let, let, let's start with our, our new guest here. Jeff, what did you think about the movie? That was just so beautifully done, actually. I just, you know, whatever little nitpicky problems I had with Force Awakens, it pretty much became completely erased once I saw The Last Jedi. Yes. I saw a wonderful pacing with all the scenes, and I saw quite a bit of character development in this, a lot more that I had not seen in the first one. So I just, I'm I'm blown away, actually. And to be quite honest, Porgs are nice, but I like those crystal foxes more on that on that salt crystal planet. <laughs> I like the Borgs. I, I'm just saying, whatever they are, I oh. I love those crystal foxes. <laughs> so yes, this movie it really hit at home. Ryan Johnson did an amazing job, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, Tyler, oh, man, I I uh, I I love this film, and I'll I'll talk you know more and more as we talk about like the, you know the different things about it. I I think um, I will just straight up say. I'm very conflicted as to is this is my if this is my favorite Star Wars film period. Um, I have always loved Star Wars, but it has not been my 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 sci series. Um, I've always been I'm more of a Trekkie, um, you know. So, but I I just this was the one Star Wars movie that was just so different and went so many places and really just got you to really see how vast and different everywhere on this in this galaxy is so different and from where they can call for help and get people from different parts of the galaxy like basically feeling alone to a casino planet that casino was so awesome Luke's you know to Luke's island and it it just it does every single thing that a sci-fi and a sci fantasy movie I feel like I has always wanted to do, and it hasn't been done since Wrath of Khan, um, where we get Khan's, you know, deserted planet, and it's just where you feel like, you know, how like how cruel a galaxy can be, and I feel like that basically we finally like the the First Order or just a very 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 evil terrible, you know, force, and it's just I don't know for this is finally like you you finally get like a a whole big threat and i feel like they're scarier than you know so basically the Empire you're, you're was. saying that they one up the level of what star wars is all i about. feel like they just kind of may just had better storytelling okay. to be honest and put their characters in better situations jumping i think it has a great first act i think it has an amazing third act with almost with probably a perfect ending the last little scene at the end is perfect and then some stuff in the middle i didn't care that much for didn't really work for me I think I know what they're trying to do, what they're trying to set up and stuff like that. But I think you get there in different ways. But I would also say this movie at its apex, at its at its, at its 
fastest and it's most awesome. It's about as good as filmmaking could get. Before yeah. the podcast started, we were talking about the sequence where the lady went to light speed and crashed into Snoke's. It's an amazing cinematic scene. And we talked about cinema here uh, quite a bit. It's it's those things you cannot duplicate or recreate in TV, well, you know books, what? theater, well, and stuff like that. We've it's seen that. Scene. We've actually seen that, though. We've, we've seen it in Star Trek. We've seen uh, the, the first James J.J. Abrams movie. Yeah. But I'm saying I mean, we, we we've seen we've seen that in sci-fi before, but in this one it was just felt fresh. No, no, I'm saying in cinema, in, in, in this art form of movie making, you can't see it in other uh, art forms. You know what I'm saying? Oh, sure. You can't you can't create that scene in books yeah. and all that. Yep. Stuff. Oh, it's absolutely. a very it's a very cinematic oh, movie and stuff like that. The, the I, I enjoyed it a lot. The quiet. I don't. The... Yeah, I don't know where it kind of ranks in you know in the Star Trek, uh, Star Wars yet, but it's a, it's a fantastic movie. It's a, it's a great movie. It is. Um, I think for the, I like a lot of the moments that you guys are talking about. I liked a lot about the, but the, the even the humor. Uh, how do you guys feel about the humor? It's very funny. I like it. A lot. It, yeah. it 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 got you more and more invested because I think the movie was so dark and it was yeah. just. I mean, there's not no, nothing good happens really. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe in the end we get hope, but I mean, holy crap, that road to hope sucked. So it needed that humor. It got us invested. Right, but for for me, I think the one thing that really why I gravitated towards really loving this movie is because I think this is the first Star Wars movie that kind of grew up because yeah. we know Star Wars more for the good versus evil. Yep, it's pretty simple, right? It's a fantasy story yeah. that a lot of kids can really enjoy. But this is the one. This is the first Star Wars movie that really had something to say, like really deep stuff that they had something to say. It was more about fighting your self conflict. I would say this is also the most personal Star Wars movie. I'm not yeah. saying personal in the sense of the director and the direction or whatever. I'm talking personal to you as an individual and stuff like that. You as the movies actually a lot of the movies speaking to you and where you are and what decisions you want to make in your life. It's it's telling you things like the good and bad that's in all of us, and then the choices you make sort of t- tells you where you go. I mean, where you end up ultimately. You know what I mean? So you have to make good choices. You have to yeah. be a hero. Yeah, but that's still yeah. something that that is also in the previous Star Wars movie. For for me, the no, main... not no, but it says that to the characters. Though, yeah, you know what I mean, I'm saying it's saying it to you, the audience. It's the most. I don't want to say meta because it's an overused term, but oh, it, I think it is kind of meta. Yeah, but it, <laughs> I'm, I'm saying it's used a lot though. I just I don't want to use that phrase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's I'm not saying, overt, but yeah, you, but like... I'm saying it's personal to you. It speaks more to the audience than any of any other previous Star Wars movies. You know what I mean? Oh, sure, sure, yeah. sure. If if I was to elaborate what I'm saying here, I'm, I'm going to base it on the trailer. Because I think the trailer was actually trying to prepare us for what we were about to see. Um, besides the fact that Mark Hamill kind of warned us, Ryan Johnson kind of warned us, mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm going to break Star Wars. Very, very, very prepared. Mm-hmm. In the trailer, there was there was a quote they said. They were like, you know, breathe, just breathe. Now mm-hmm. reach out. What do you see? Light, darkness, and balance. Mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker shows it's so much bigger. Because yeah. it is. This, this movie shows that it is yeah. more than just dark versus light. It's more than just like resistance versus first order. It's more than that. And this movie kind of shows that. Um but I think it's saying. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you. But I, I think it's also saying not those those issues are not only to these characters, not only to Skywalker and the, the, the you know the Emperor and all that stuff. It's saying to everybody. Everybody yeah. is part of this grand adventure and stuff like right. that. Right. Yeah. From whether you're a Skywalker, you're a, a, the the Rose character who's you know fixing oh, all of this Rose. stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's to everybody. You know, everybody Love has this journey. Anybody has has to participate in this grand adventure. Right. And uh, then, and then to go to go to further with the trailer quotes. Um, well, I wanted to say one more thing oh, about that. Ahead. It's like I feel like especially with that quote, it really shows in that one and the first time we see 
you know, when Ray gives him the lightsaber and he just tosses it behind him. Right, I mean, yeah, honestly, yeah. it shows. He's just like, I, I don't, why, why do I need this? Like, yeah. <laughs> my story is so much bigger yeah. than this and, one and thing. Spe- <laughs> and speaking of expanding the story, Kylo Ren says in the trailer, let the past die. Kill it if yes. you have to. That's the only way to become what you were meant to be. Yeah. In order for Star Wars to really evolve, they got to go past beyond just good versus evil. Yeah. And this yeah. is what the movies try to do. I also want to point out, both sides of the force uh, declare that say that line Yoda says the same thing to Luke too yep, let, right. the, let yes. the past die let it go man exactly. you learn from your snakes move on move forward yep. so the, both sides of the force is telling you the same thing and stuff like that and I think yep. for me the other the other team that I think I really like that Luke Skywalker says in the trailer and in the movie this is not going to go the way you think and <laughs> my god yeah. that was yes. more foreshadowing than anything yeah. And yeah. it really showed in our, in our film listen geeks <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's like like everybody was. Well, go, it, uh, this is like reminiscent to Matrix Reloaded. Actually, uh, Matrix and Matrix Reloaded had this huge like four or five year gap mm-hmm. before the sequel came out. Everybody has so many theories of where the series was going to go, and they were eventually disappointed because it didn't go the way they wanted to go. And it yeah. seemed like the Last Jedi did the exact same thing after the Force Awakens, where everybody has all these theories that. And then it didn't go the way you want to. Yeah, you apparently to go. Ryan Johnson doesn't care about your magic your, box, your magic box, man. or your uh, mystery yeah. box. Yeah, mystery box, magic box. He's ba- he's basically saying a big f you. I don't mean this to be crude, but yeah. he's saying a big big f you to JJ Abram. He reached all the way back and said a f you to George Lucas and his midichlorians and stuff like that. Yeah, and his Thank magic you. birth and his Jesus birth and stuff like that. Yeah. He's saying no, no, we're not doing this. Like you know, everybody yeah. has. Equal opportunity. It's a populist movie, and stuff. Yeah, everybody has movie, oppor- yeah. opportunity to join the rebellion, have, be part of the force. You know what I mean? Yeah, everybody. Yeah, everybody. Overall, everybody's welcome. Overall, that is the team that I really love about this. Yeah. Like you, throughout the whole series, you never really think about it, but but you're following these characters who have like a royal lineage, who have like an elitist lineage. Everybody is important. These are the characters that you're trying to be. You want to be. You want to be an important person, but you have to be that person. You can't just be born into it, yeah. which is ironic because the first Star Wars movie was Luke Skywalker, who, as far as we're concerned, you know, was just a son of of of, of a soldier from from the Jedi Wars, and that's yeah. all we know. And, and then, then became farmers. Yeah. Then George Lucas expanded it to, oh no no no, he's son of Darth Vader. Oh no, he's like there's all this yeah. stuff that happened. The Vader was born from miraculous birth somehow. You know what I mean? Right. His mother, Leia was a princess. Yeah, it's a pr- one became a princess yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. So so the fact that we have a character like Rey. Who is literally born from nobody? Sorry, guys. This is the only wrong prediction. <laughs> the only thing I got right. I literally like always yeah. had. I always always had like the um the not the opinion, but the the theory that she was literally. I, I thought she would be. Uh, I thought she was gonna be a daughter of farmers, and I thought that that uh, my 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 idea was that she was gonna be a, uh, a daughter of farmers, and then Luke was gonna kind of have that like like connection with her because that's what he thought he was. You know? Okay. Well, if anything, it would just it would just fit into the disappointment of disappointment with the series if it would have been that she was like you know daughter of two famous ones that are in the story. So yeah. the fact that you know Kylo tells her as it is what her what her parents are, you know, I think that just makes it fresh and just reaffirms what he said was or what uh, what Luke yeah. said. He says, it, it this goes, is not going to go as you thought it was. It goes going back to. to the idea that that everybody in this world, in the real life, you know, if you're not born from a silver spoon, you kind of have to like fend for yourself. Yeah. But yeah. a lot of the characters in Star Wars are born through like lineage to yeah. to importance already. Like automatically, their dad is an important person, so you're an important person. You it know, like, it's Rose, like Rose, Rose, and Finn are the only two. 
Uh, yeah. like, so this 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 new trilogy. And, but, but also another theme of Star Wars was your your parents are dicks, and, if, and Ray's <laughs> parents are dicks, man. They're just apparently your aunt and uncles are yeah. like the best. Yeah. <laughs> well, Luke Skywalker did try to kill Ben Solo, so uncles are not even great either, man. Well, it's just I like, mean, okay, that's that's. that's a, you want to go right there right now? Yeah. No, you, you finish it. I cut, I, I cut you off. Sorry, but no, no. So, so yeah, I I really appreciate that because for I don't, especially this year and and the years to come, people need to realize that they don't have to be super rich to make mm-hmm. it to be a special person. I think the only real example that we can do to real life, uh, in the most uh, direct comparison, are athletes. Athletes yeah. are either born rich or born poor, but if you're really good at your sport, you're really good at your sport. And it seems like Ray is that kind of person. She's like just naturally good with the force, and you're just supposed to accept it. Yeah, and also mentioned mentioned this is not like a communist thing where everybody has to be somewhat equal and stuff like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> obviously, Ray Socialism. has in, communi- yeah. in communist Star Wars, yeah. but it is saying that obviously Ray is more gifted with the force than other people and stuff like that. But everybody, everybody has a role to play. Everybody yeah. has a role. Sometimes your role is to be like the 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 lady in the front where you have to, to, to blow up the bomber, you know what I mean? You have to press the button and the bomb goes oh down. Oh my God, so, what so, an incredible sequence. It's an incredible sequence. sequence Dude, that, it's a big, oh, giant opening. moment. But also subtle moments too where you save, uh, I think that's why they parallel the sisters. One does a big bombastic thing. The other one where uh, she saves a life at the end with, with yeah. Finn and stuff like that. So I yeah. think that's what the movie's trying to get at. Yeah. Essentially what I think this movie has proven to me is this was the first egalitarian Star Wars movie, actually. It actually is the moment in which we finally see each character has a part to play, yep. has an equal setting. Yeah. They, that that there's not one that's more important and different than the goals. other. Exactly. Yeah. There this was the first egalitarian Star Wars movie in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, and going back to the opening sequences, you don't even like know who she is. Uh, she doesn't even have a line in the movie, mm-hmm. but goddammit, you cared about what happened in the, in the in those first Rose's like, sister. Oh, Rose's yeah. sister. Yep. In the, the, bo- first the bombardier. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah that, that, just that one sequence, perfectly shot, perfectly mm-hmm. choreographed, perfectly like directed. It was just like you cared what's going to happen for with her in that moment. And you right. cared that she died. It was like, and you all, you don't even know who she is. That's right. Yeah. So it's a, it's so excellently shot. And speaking of the first opening, let's go or back. Her, or her significance. Yeah. As to why yeah. Rose would finally like go after deserters and protect, you know, and protect the um the pods because that's not even her station. Right, right, right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And going back to the beginning, let's let's talk about something that people are arguing about. Uh, the Stup- hey, like uh, stupid I'll, stuff. Okay, about? I'll I'll go and hold for uh for Hux. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought that joke was hilarious. I, I, <laughs> I like the fact that he is scrawny yeah. in the first movie he was just so like full of himself and he's just so like i you know are you talking about hucks yeah hucks okay no i'm talking about movie... the, the joke oh the, 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 do you hear me now joke very much yeah. essentially what it was uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Oh. I, I, but, but people point out online yeah. this is a callback to poe's joke to, exactly to, uh, exactly to uh well, Ren. I, Ren. I can't hear you matt your mask is is blocking yeah. the do I talk first or do you talk first? It's a callback joke. Exactly. Like it good. is a callback joke. And no. also I like the fact oh, sorry, I didn't okay. catch up. But I like the fact that Ryan Johnson said, you know what? You have Kylo Ren, you have Hux. You don't need two baddies like trying getting a pissing contest. <laughs> you know what? Let's just make Hux the butt of the jokes. Just make give him all the he's yeah. just the butt end of the well, jokes. They're, like they're both so. still calling the shots. Like even though even you know, even mm-hmm. though Kylo Ren is there and is, you know, like the supreme leader. Yeah. They're still listening to Hux when he says stop firing. Like usually, whenever like the you know the commander in chief is in the room, 
they're going to listen to that person because well, he's in the room. But what I'm saying is Ryan Johnson decides to go with the fact, you know, you don't have – he – the redhead could be the butt of the joke. You know what I mean? He doesn't have to be the all serious, all yeah. – you know what I mean? You don't need two of those. It's, it's you're, you're doubling up on the same thing and stuff like that. You have Kylo Ren, you have him. So why don't you just make uh, yeah. Hux the butt of the joke? He, he gets slammed by the force. Oh. You know, he wants to shoot Kylo Ren. But he has to put it back when he realizes Kylo Ren's awake still and stuff like that. Uh, it, uh, it's a great choice by, by Ryan Johnson. I also love the scene in the, in the last act of the movie where – where Kylo was like, you know, where, where Kylo was like tell, shouting orders to the troops. Yeah. And then Hux would say the same exact yes, thing. Yeah. And then, the one, and yeah, then Kylo yeah. looks at him like, yeah. like, I just said that. that. The <laughs> one beat that, that <laughs> Kylo Ren gets one joke in it. That's it, right? <laughs> he was like, what the? I just said the same. He just repeated what I just Motherfucker. Said. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Nobody listens to the redhead, yeah. right? <laughs> I mean, okay. I, I want to say this straight up. Um, like I was saying this earlier and I said I was going to say it on the podcast. I think that this movie defines the fact that J.J. Abrams honestly should have nothing to do with Star Wars. Uh, I think I think it's a little too harsh. I I don't think it's harsh. I don't. I think it's a little harsh. Yeah, he did a great. If you rewatch the Force Awakens, yeah. Force Awakens actually is a, no, good movie. It's a he, very good movie. He did exactly what he was hard to do was was yeah. to recapture the but magic of the original have, trilogy. But like he did this. Yeah, I, mean, I think he, okay, fine. Maybe he can start something, but I don't think he should finish it. <laughs> I don't know about the finishing part. That that I'm that I have no idea. But I, I'll give you this. Ryan Johnson did say. That J.J. Abrams came to the same exact conclusion on who Ray's parents are, without them even discussing it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, cool. so, so they they already had it in mind. Like, by the way, Ray is not really like spe- not as special as you think she is. She's really good with the Force, but that's about it. Yeah. yeah. Just like the, you know, just like the, we're gonna see the kid with the uh, broom, with the mm-hmm. with the broom power. I, I don't think <laughs> it's, I don't think there's gonna be coming back. I th- I think the whole no, point- no, no 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 the whole point of it is the fact is that Ray has. A lineage and she has she can build something up like that's what like that's Le- what leia was saying you know she was just saying we have all that we need and it's just showing that the galaxy like i was saying before this is showing how big this galaxy is finally for the first time we actually get to a sense of how big it is and you know and now we can right. see that there are other force users and that it's is the beginning that they but, do have all they need but but going back to the the boy in the broom okay the, first off the boy picked up the broom with the force power yeah you, you didn't notice that right yeah. Okay. So that's so all I'm saying. We just ex- <laughs> we just expanding to the whole point that anybody can have force powers. You don't have to be a Jedi. You don't have to be highly trained. You're either really good at it or you're not. That alludes you know? to the whole egalitarian thing that I yeah. was talking yeah. about. Exactly. You don't have to be of noble birth or, or aristocratic well, birth to be a kid, force I mean, sensitive. The, the kid is the same story as Anakin. Anakin yeah. was just... and Luke. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he stood up. Well, I mean, but, the sky like, well, like we, we already said like Luke was already an important person. Where Anakin, but we didn't wasn't. know that when the New Hope came out. He just happened to be. Oh, it's yeah. true. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just saying, like, but yeah. I also want to uh, mention a couple of things that Johnson did uh, better than the previous uh, Star Wars director. I- I'm including, uh, what's his name? The, the Rogue, uh, Rogue One guy. Oh, oh, uh, yeah. Ju- uh, Far. Uh, Gar- Garth Edwards? Gareth Edwards. Gareth Edwards. Gareth Edwards. And, and yes, who is the other director? Because there were technically two directors. Really. Oh, uh, Tony Gilroy? Tony Gilroy. Let's, yes, just, let's yes, just say yes, the three yes. of them, the three previous directors <laughs> of the new movie and stuff. I think what uh, what, what happened with some of the other directors, they get trapped in nostalgia and they tra- get trapped in like little references and stuff like that. Right. And Johnson, There's that. he re- he recognizes it, yeah. but he doesn't get stuck in the fact that he just doesn't want just doesn't want to show you nostalgia or just present that. He he when he does it, he moves the story forward. So I'll give you an example. The, when, in Force Awakens, they get into Millennium Falcon and Finn hits the the console and the chess game comes up. That's a nod to, of course, yes. to, you know the Star Wars and stuff like that. But in this one, when uh, Luke goes into the Millennium Falcon, he's depressed. He's all sad. He doesn't want to help Ray. He doesn't do anything. So R two D two comes out and shows the video. Oh yes. God! So yeah. it's obviously oh, I started it's tearing obviously, up. It's obviously a nod, a wink to the uh, a New Hope, but also it moves the story forward. It moves 
uh, Luke Skywalker's story for. He gets he, him out of his uh, funk. Exactly. He helps Leia, I mean, Ray, right after I that. don't think, uh, okay, like, uh, yeah, it is, it's, it's, it's a nod. I don't think it's like a straight up, like, like a nostalgic, like, you know, more just like, you know, I don't think it's fan service. I think, That's what I'm saying. I it, think the fact is that because forward. it yeah. is his sister and it is like the most important person. No, but like what Jeming is saying, but yeah. it's, it can be both at the same time. It's oh, fan service okay. yeah. and it still moves the plot forward. It's actually uh, I mean, important. Yeah. Another, another reference that he did was uh, 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 when Finn gets knocked over the thing and he's fighting Plasma, Phasma and stuff yeah. like that. Phasma calls him a rebel, right? Yes, and then he comes back and says, rebel scum. Rebel scum is from uh, Return of the Jedi, right? Yeah. And, but when he says it, again, it's not just like a wink to Return of the Jedi. He's embracing the fact that he's now part of this resistance. He's he's yeah. invested in it and stuff. Like his character has taken a, a level up, basically. He's yeah. not just running away, protecting Rey and all that stuff. Now, now, refresh my me- now refresh my memory, but yeah. okay, the first half of the movie, they kept calling themselves the Resistance. Resistance. Yeah. I yes. could have swore by the time they got the crate, they just started calling themselves Rebels. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, th- I, think, I think it's I, because at that point they're finally realizing that there's a difference between resistance, which usually is, resistance unor- is which is unorganized resistance. Rebellion means organized resistance. They finally have their allies yeah. in the outer rim. They've made contact, so therefore they're and able they, to they, strike they, back. And, and also, they, they and, made contact, but nobody, nobody yeah, came. But nobody came. And, I, I think, and, and also, it also goes well, they to made where contact, they said, like, but they never they have they just never came. So it means they made the contact. But they wouldn't just, that make it more and, that they are rebels because they have they're all on their own. Well, that's just Rebel, the thing. Rebel. I think before then they didn't really identify with that term yet, but I think knowing that there's others out there, they call them rebels. Yeah, because... but they never really con- they didn't they didn't call back. They were alone. Yeah. Like, yeah. hey, we caught it. I think them. at the end they're, they're they heard the, us. I think at the end this will be the spark. Now I think there's yeah, so yeah, little. Yeah, yeah. I know. Like I, think, I, think, I think that they're new. I think everything is now new. new, and that's what she said. She goes, "No, the war is just beginning." Yeah, yeah. 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 I also, I so, do like, think they do a time jump after this, though. I hope so. I think they do yeah, like a. Like yeah. you were mentioning, like border, like a five year later kind of thing, or yeah. something yeah. like that. Oh, you I can think open so up with the funeral of Leia. The, it does maybe. seem like the the rebellion has how the has, hell is down to like ten people in that no, ship. No, that's what I mean. Though. Like what you were saying earlier, how the fuck are they going to make this this the next one in two years? How? There's no way they got to delay it one more year. Uh, oh, please delay There's it. No way. Please I don't delay it. Because because like like what we was pointing out, they haven't written the script yet. Yeah, they just J.J. Abrams just gave them his pitch. Yeah, on Friday. Yeah, but they're doing one a year. They can't. I don't think. Who I don't gives think, a crap? They don't. I, they can I skip. Think, it's, it's, I think Disney and that billion dollar corporation they're running is will say. Oh, they'll doing, just they'll just one a year. they'll just move up a Marvel movie. They'll put Fantastic Four in there. <laughs> I, I think I think it will hurt Episode Nine if they don't give it one more year. Especially since they already pushed it back. Though. They already pushed it back from May to a December opening. So I think that's the most they'll give. That's the most they can give. I'll yeah. I'll be surprised if they get they get off that that schedule of one a year. You know I mean? Well, yeah. okay. Let, let, let's talk about the yeah. let's talk about the one thing that I think you know. What the fuck are they gonna do with Carrie Fisher? Like, yeah. what the what the fuck? Yeah, I know. Now, now, here's the thing. Here's the thing I learned from Last Jedi. There's no point in making theories because they can oh, easily God. shut it down. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I mean, you can speculate. <sighs> sure. It's, it's not a theory, but it does seem like the move. The two movies now have set up a confrontation between Kylo Ren and Han. A confrontation between between Kylo Ren and Luke. The next. Progression should have been should have been with with Leia. Keyword I, there should have been. been. Now I don't know how been. they come. I, I think Ray is the obvious surrogate for the conflict now. Yeah, I think right. So. Yes, but um, they could. They said something about how they were going to use stock footage from from uh, Episode Seven and Eight with Leia, and then try and, and fit that yeah. in into Episode Nine like, somehow. Not just for the the big strokes, but I think the, that scene where she survives the, the the attack in space and stuff. Right, there, there are clues to her power as far as the Force. 
You know, yeah. what I, mean? I think that was supposed to be paid off in the next movie. You think? You think? You think I they, think so. I you think, think they'll find a way to create another force power where she goes into a different body? No, no, I'm saying no. If she were, I lift, think she's no, passing saying, the torch to Poe. I think it's very. Yeah. I think it's it's very apparent. No, I'm saying if she would have lived, the idea of her using the force would have continued on into the next movie. You know what I mean? I think that's why. No, yeah, that yeah, yeah. There. But, well, but again, see, I, don't like an, I don't like that scene. By the way, I don't like that scene. Oh, okay. Let's let's, bit, let's talk about that. So, so yeah. when it happened, I was oh like like wait what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. And no, no, no. When when she got sucked out into the, into the, mm-hmm. the eater, like uh, by the way, uh, Akbar, rest in peace. Um, I know. Oh yeah. So he, some people have said he finally died in a trap. I don't think that was a trap though. They yeah, just, really they just found trap. him. Yeah, they're just yeah. trying to be funny. So, so, so they're trying to be funny. So yeah. Leia's out in space. She uses a force power to be to to go back. Right. You have you have you have an issue with that? With that? It just well, if anything, that was more like the force took over. I think. I don't think she consciously did yeah, that. Yeah. But the her force inside yeah. of her though. pretty much her was all like, her eyes were right, open. We're getting you out of yeah. there. Her eyes were open. I, it didn't work for me because yeah, but to me they opened up. That was the that was the force opening her eyes up. I don't think I don't think that was the force. The force doesn't have eyes. <laughs> the force is not in the, is no, not but it is an energy field, and I. But it's not like the ocean, Moana. It can't. You have a person has to. Well, it depends what you believe the force is. Yeah, yeah. it just doesn't work for me because, like I said, Remember, that, to me, that's a Luke, no, 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 no. Oops, that's, Jumping, a, go ahead. that's a level ten Jedi move trick. You know what I mean? I don't think she's there. Obviously, I think she has the force. She knows what's going on in the universe. She knows. Uh, but remember, she is also Luke's brother and everything, yeah. and they're sister, both sister. Anakin Skywalker's sister. children. So they yeah. would be. So, they would be very highly sensitive. What, what if it wasn't her? What if it could have been Yoda or Obi? But I get the fact that I understand the fact that. Sure, her being a twin of uh, Luke that ha- gives them a connection, right? So she yeah. know what. But I just don't think that she's at that level where she can survive an explosion in space. W- once again, this movie okay. proves that we don't know every force power. Yeah, we sure. don't know. That's, the, that's we don't fun. know the extent of what a person can do with the force power. And then we also don't know if Luke, if Leia was practicing force powers sure. off screen. That's why I kind of think they would have addressed some of the stuff in the next episode. Because she definitely would have been front and center for that next okay, episode. Because well, she would have uh, fought Kylo Ren. But, but then I know it's not, I know it's not canon right now, but a lot of the times, especially in, in the books, like your will, the will and your, and your inner strength and stuff like that will basically turn you into in certain moments of your life. Like if you're back to a corner, you go like all, you know, mom with a kid underneath the car, you know, crazy. Like where she, you know, oh, right, where I see right. you're talking like, about. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It, it's, and it's happened. It happens in yeah. the books constantly, especially with Han and Leia's twins. Uh, I mean, it, it does happen. And where it's just like you're backed into a corner and you're like, no, this is this is my final blast. Like, this isn't even my final form. Yeah, and but if so. again, all that does is reaffirm the entire theory that anybody is potentially a force sensitive inside of this galaxy and therefore right. anybody can wield it out of anywhere. It doesn't have to be just, you know, the highly, you know, trained uh, Jedi Academy type yeah. or anything that can just use it, whatever. It or, can come in a moment of like uh, extreme stress. Maybe another theory. Feeling backed into a corner. Maybe it would just build up a force she never used before. And it was just a build up, and just finally, like that one thing where it just kind of releases itself. So fair, she had a lot of pent up force energy, force is what you're saying. But to be fair, after she used the force power, she got knocked out. She was in a co- yeah, she was comatose. She was, so, yeah, exactly. So he did exert her her body, and also Luke at the end of the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But in that case, you can kind of say he expended the le- the re- the rest of it pretty I mean, much. He, yeah, he gave himself to the force. Yeah, he did. Yeah, so we, like about, oh, sorry. so we talked about a lot of positive. A couple of things I didn't like. I didn't like the whole casino sequence for the most part. I, like I, I love that. Oh, I, I, <laughs> it reminded me of the It was, casino, it was, it was so casino Royale meets uh, Star Wars is what it was. It was it's great. Too, 
It's too much. That whole sequence of them on the giant horse dogs but is I, a bit much. All yeah. the stuff that they introduced there, child labor, uh, of, uh, 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 what's called, uh, war profiteering and stuff like that, wealth distribution, all that. Oh, all that stuff is brilliant. just, it should just be, should it have its own movie or should it be like a Star Trek movie? It's a little I too feel on, like, on I point. feel like that that's where the Han Solo movie is going to go. Maybe, but it just, it just doesn't fit. With this movie, though, I, you know, what I mean? it just doesn't work for me. For oh, I, th- I think it does because it it's shows. So it was unnecessary. It, it, you think? It's oh, I think. I, I think, think it, it could have been executed better. I think okay. it fits think so. so well. I think it yeah. shows how, like, I mean, you look at all the technology versus you know the, the resistance and you know the first well, order. Like the the resistance has like the, the original prequel, like technology screens and you know screen switches and stuff like that. And then like the other thing is like you're also showing these war profiteers, the people who have no side. These horrible, tr- horrible, horrible people, and they're in the most sci-fi place in this world, like where everything's like glitter and gold and everything. And but it's 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 you know it's it's, it's uh, irrelevant to the message and the rest of the movie. Though I disagree. Just, on, yeah, I completely it, disagree on that. Actually. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't, I think it doesn't fit. No, I, I think it. I think it, it shows that it's just like that. There's so many other sides. How many that there's two different or different kinds of evil out there. Well, if anything, what I think was also good was it brought Benicio del Toro's character into light and everything. Yeah. And I love that whole scene that he had aboard the Millennium Falcon when he was showing the images of how there were war profiteers in the galaxy that were selling uh, weapons to, to to the First Order. But he was saying some of those same people were also selling money to the resistance, selling yeah. uh, technology to the resistance right. as well. Which, which in is, other words, yeah. it, it goes back to that entire thing. That's This is much more than just uh, black versus white. Yeah. In this, this entire thing. Exactly. Yeah, it goes to that theme. There's, it's not just good versus evil. There are also a civilization out there who's still stri- uh, thriving among this war. You yeah. know? And, and yeah. It, also, it also goes to show that, that heroes who go on missions don't always succeed. Yeah, you know, even right. in Rogue One, even though, even though they died, they still succeeded, right? That part I understood. Because overall, this entire movie, the big core message of this movie is failure. Everybody, it's a, it takes Empire and takes another step up. Because yeah. in the Empire... At least the empire, the evil empire wins. In this movie, nobody wins. Nobody yeah. gets what they want. Agreed. Snoke doesn't get the get his uh uh what called uh Padawan whatever his psychic. Uh, Luke, I mean Luke doesn't get what he wants. He dies and stuff like that. Ray couldn't flip uh Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren couldn't flip Ray. Everybody loses. And also one of the also what called uh Poe. If he didn't send Poe didn't if Poe didn't send Finn, I mean Finn and Rose to that mission. The mission would have, the, they would have succeeded. They would have survived. Actually, you know what I mean. They actually effed up the escape plan. You yes, know what I mean? Did. Yeah. So everybody loses. Everybody fails. That yeah. and that's what the movie's about: failure. It, take a moment. Take a beat. Come back. Try again. It, yeah. it kind of goes back to the first time Rose saw Finn. Like, oh, you're the hero, the yeah. rebel hero, blah, blah blah. And but he's going dessert. Mm-hmm. So yeah, heroes can be failures. Heroes can yeah, sure. fail you. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Kanto bite scene kind of showed that. Jeff. Well. I think there's a bigger message also to be had with that. You're saying about heroes, you know, can can still lose and everything. I think it also reaffirms this idea that you could still get everything right, and yet at the end of the day, you could still lose the battle. Actually, right. But and I he, think that's that's what we saw here. To be constantly. fair with Kanto Bite, the whole thing, even Finn asked that. Like, there was no point in this. You know, what was the point of us coming here in the first place? And then and then uh, Rose frees that one creature, and it's like now it was worth it. Yeah, right? exactly. even though they failed, they yeah. were still able to do some that, good. 
that would have tied in better if the if the if the horse at the end had a little bit of have a little bit of the force. You know what I mean? But the, the, what? but what's well, to know, say what? it wasn't a force sensitive? No, but the it thing might is, have been. the the kid. The, actually, the kid with the ring was actually the most important part of that whole sequence, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. She's the one. He's the one that actually. You know what I mean? So if she would have said, "Oh, if she would have freed the kid from slavehood, maybe that maybe that would have." No, but that's that's, that's, that's to our benefit. Rose yeah. doesn't know that. Also, yeah, yeah, as far yeah. as she's concerned, she freed those creatures, and there yeah, you go. Like, my whole point sure, is sure. a lot of the 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 stuff that that came out of the casino series could have got there in different ways. That casino series just goes on forever. That whole chasing goes on forever with the horse. Yeah, I will say the it's chasing too, was, it's just too much. Y'all. It's too prequel asking stuff of like that. Uh, like, okay. you know what I mean? No, it, it just doesn't I don't, work I don't see that at all. Just, like, the prequel is way too much in the politics where the casino is showing that there's a lot of anarchy out there no matter what. And like I said, those the stuff with the war profiteering and all that stuff, that's a different kind of thing. That's a Star Trek kind of a thing. You know what I mean? That's an idea thing. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but that's, that's in, not what Star Trek no, is. No, actually, me. well. And oh, oh, sorry. One more no. thing. I like. I, I really didn't like the intro to that sequence with uh, Mas Kanata jumping through in a fate. Uh, uh, a light, uh, a space battle, a laser thing. It reminded me of like a video game introduction. You had to go to do this with the lapel at the fair rose. Yeah, that's yeah, a yeah, video yeah. game. Yeah, that's, enough, a, it, that's a video game introduction. All, all I was missing was the arrow pointing in the direction uh-huh. on the top yeah. of the screen. No, yeah. but um, I no, I, I honestly, I actually completely disagree with you on like this is something that that it uh, deters that we haven't seen or we've seen it before. We actually saw it a lot before. Jabba the Hutt is that place. It's just he didn't live. He lived on a desert, but. He had a ship that was basically where people would gamble and do all this stuff. Like, that that was a thing. And I was actually very upset there wasn't a hut on that fucking thing in that planet. That oh, pissed me off man. good. There, oh, we, that's true. Yeah. How yeah, the but, hell do you have that, a casino and not a hut? But that goes back to my mm-hmm. whole thing. Like, he's not doing. He's not here for the nostalgia, man. He has to move the move, the, the story forward. Well, you I mean, can't, he doesn't wink at you. And stuff the difference like. there is that in the Jabba Hut example, we're assumed that they're all bad people. In the Canto Bite scene, um, yeah, they're all war profiteers, but... I, they also help the resistance, so yeah. they're not all and bad. also and and Jabba the they Hutt play both is, sides. They're yeah. playing both yeah. sides, yeah. yeah. And Jabba is That's more of a gangster. You know what I mean? He's a gangster of a low. I mean, in a different part of the universe, I know, but he belong there. Yeah, well. but in the books, yeah. the huts are very. They are the mob in the universe, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah. So, they, 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 they're, they're, they're the mafia. It feels like they're the mobsters of Kentucky and stuff like that. I mean, those are the those the people at the Cantana is the mobster of New York and stuff like that. Jabba was like the least successful, right? Wasn't he like one of the most least successful of the huts? Yeah, yeah. Well, when you look at the Hutties kind of history, but His that's mom ex- that's going in, that's going that's going into EU kind yeah. of stuff. I but mean, yeah. Okay, as as much as I I didn't mind the Canto bite too much. Yeah, it is arguably the weakest part of the movie, which is still a great movie. Sure. Yeah. So it was, it was essentially Casino Royale meets Star Wars. Man, it was awesome. I, yeah. That's why I loved it. I liked it, and that's why I liked the movie because it brought so much different stuff to it. And I think is yeah. Uh, how you guys feel about the 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 slow naval battle in space, which is exactly what it was, where they were chasing them. Slowly in space. Yeah. That seemed to be dragging on a bit for me. Actually, I was getting to the point like, oh, it's getting predictable to the point they're just picking them off one by uh, one. I, I, think I didn't think anything in this movie was predictable. I completely disagree with that. <laughs> the thing is, I, I agree in the sense that this, uh, what uh, chasing down like a freighter or something, it's never been a problem before. The whole issue of, of the tie fighters have to come back. Yeah, to, it's never been an issue before. It's something they introduced. They something they set up. It's the one can see. I think I'll just give them and stuff like that. But in the regular Star Wars, if it was a lesser film, I would agree. It's never been an issue. Tie fighters chase them down, shoot at them, and stuff like that. It's it's not an issue. Yeah. No, and I, all their X fighters got destroyed. In I, 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 no I think right. the Tie fighters calling them back. Yeah, it was an excuse. It is a yeah. conceit. However, the reason why they took so long, I think, it was Hux's hubris. 
It's like, okay, we got them with the tail and rope. Yeah, we're just sure. going to wait So it you out, essentially buddy. think they were in winning mode at that point. They're pretty much just playing with their prey at this point. Pretty and much. That's, that's what you oh, think absolutely. they're doing. Okay. Especially when there's only 400 yeah. survivors left and now even less than that. Because if you look at Hux, like look, how, look how proud it is. Yeah, this yeah, is my plan. That's true. It's going very smoothly. And, that's, and he, and and he anything, was embarrassed by the first uh, uh, fight sequence. The first, he yeah, was embarrassed by the first. Maybe he's taking his time savoring the moment. This was his win. You know what, Albert? You get, this. I, I, <laughs> I get, I get this one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. No, right. yeah, but I mean, and you've also seen it. Too. You can't, you can't justify the casino scene to me. Yeah. But this one, oh. and, 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 and to be fair, they were shooting at it. They just had their shields in the back yeah, of the fight. So boom, there's yeah, that, boom, you know. Boom. And then they were killing off all the auxiliary mm-hmm. ships one by one. Yeah. You know, so there's that too. Yeah. You know, uh, but now here, here we go. I, I have my own answer to this, but I want, I'm curious to see what you're gonna say. Shouldn't Holdo just told um, Poe the plan? No. No. No, no, because there was no. I'll tell you right now, and someone put this to me earlier today when they were talking, and I made a counterpoint of this, actually. This was the movie where Poe finally laid to rest being just merely a tactician. He finally saw the bigger picture, and he saw why she withheld the plan from him. Yeah. This was strategy. This was intentional. Yeah. If anything, what she was doing, she became the George Washington of this whole thing. It was defeat and retreat until the very point in which they thought they were on the cusp of being able to do that. Mm-hmm give them off to like a, a strategic distance right there. And then she turns around and uh, <laughs> sets light speed right into, right into but no, Snoke's but she didn't, she didn't know she was going to have to do that, though. Yeah, she didn't know that. <laughs> she didn't know that she was going to have to do that. But what I'm saying is like she she basically was also like, I mean, like she said, like she told Leia. I was like, oh, I used, you know, I'm glad you, t- you, know, you told me about him. I like him. And she's like, yeah, yeah so do I. And, and you see, like, that, um, that's just, well, yeah. And, and, and that's the thing. I, I feel like it was just more of putting him in his place. Uh, if anything was to go, you know, was to go down, like that's going to be the biggest lesson for Poe. Well, Poe's thing was he was, no he, matter, was the yeah. impe- he was the impetuous tactician. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, tell us everything about it now. We got to go in there, guns ablazing, and all that kind of stuff. And finally, he saw the bigger it picture teaches, with this. It, it taught him that he has to think smarter, and he and uh, well, he needs to be patient too. That, if anything, course, it taught patience. I feel like Leia and and uh, Hol- what was her name? Holda. Holdo. 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 Vice Admiral? That they both hold, knew hold that this that everything that they'd done before was basically in, insignificant and that th- this was going to cause the outcome. That was basically was going to be the most defining moment with once they reached the base. And also, you can also say, if she told him at the beginning what her plan was, there's, there's a chance he might still not get, agree with that plan. Yeah. You know Correct. what I mean? Yeah. He is he a hot day. He's impetuous and stuff he's, like that. He's very impetuous. He, 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 he wanted to fight. fight and stuff like that. Yeah. So, and that goes back to my entire point. This movie became the point at which Poe, the tactician, ended, and he has now become yeah, Poe, the strategist, say, in my I would opinion. say he has one of the biggest arcs in this movie. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He has a great, right. great, great arc. Very much so. I think him and Finn and Rose have the best arcs. It also goes to the point that, once again, your heroes, your supposed heroes, can do the wrong thing. Yeah, which is what Poe did. And again, or, it goes back to my point. Every character, if you look at the movie and you track each character, nobody does the does the, wins. You know what I mean? Nobody yeah. does the right thing and, and comes out a winner. If Poe didn't send Finn and Rose out, they would have survived. They would have made it and stuff yeah. like that. You know what I mean? It's really interesting. It's really good. And also, I, and, I, oh, sorry. The only thing I want also want to say about Vice Admiral Holda, whatever. The only thing I didn't. I thought there was a. I thought she should have been introduced with Leia at the beginning because it made it would have made their goodbye a little bit more heartfelt. You know what I mean? Because when they say goodbye, they didn't they didn't see each other. No, be, I think that. I, that's I, my, well, that's no, my only thing. They did, but I think it was very more. It was more powerful for us to see her first when they pointed her because they because we Ryan Johnson wanted us to feel like how Poe was, where it's yeah. like, oh, we want right. this person. We're just like, who the fuck is that? Just yeah. like with Poe, it's like. 
who? <laughs> I get that. Yeah, I, I, okay. I get that though. But then, then you have another beat where they're saying goodbye to each other as if they're old friends, but you've never seen them together. That's, well, she was. That's she what, was her commander. No, but you never seen them in a scene yeah. together before. So I'm saying. Oh, but backstory there. Apparently, that scene was mostly improvised by Laura Dern and oh. Carrie Fisher. Right. Oh shit! They kind of they kind of oh, wrote nice. the scene together. Cool. See, I didn't do kind of any trivia or anything. I just saw the movie. I didn't want to do any trivia before yeah. him going. Yeah, going. I, didn't have I, I don't agree with jumping there. I kind of wish there was more to the relationship because we just assume that they have a really close relationship, and right. that relationship was so personal and emotional. I'm like, okay, I get it, but yeah, it was just on the yeah. superficial level. It was but, it was the same as like with Ray and Leia in the first movie. You also get <laughs> what Tyler is saying. For her to be introduced just out of the blue, yeah, that that works for Poe's storyline, but it doesn't right. work for her storyline. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, so, I yeah. mean, when I saw her, I thought she was the enemy, right? Like yeah. just yeah. exactly what Poe. Oh thought. yeah, no, I never I, thought I, that for a minute. Actually, again, I, mean, I, no. I got thrown on so many loops in this movie. I, I every no. single time, I'm just like, okay, that's what they're gonna. Nope, I, and I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah. and and during that whole thing, I never once thought that I, she was an enemy because I would have thought, no, nah, that would have been too convenient and everything. I'd, actually, I, when yeah. they introduced the whole tracking thing and then uh, Hux was kind of keeping a secret, like how they were tracking, I thought there was a traitor on board the ship. Right. I didn't, yeah. think, it was, I didn't think it was Holda. Yeah. Or, I thought somebody was like a traitor there. But anyway. Yeah, but I think that okay, maybe, I really uh, hate may, the evil BB-8. I think it's the most unnecessary thing in the may, maybe, goddamn may, Okay, maybe enemy isn't, isn't the correct term. What I mean was like, okay, in your regular job, and and then your upper management gets shuffled around. You get introduced to a new manager, and you don't automatically trust that person. Yeah. Right. Okay. So not exactly enemy, but an antagonist, or an automatic antagonist, because you're like, well, uh, new manager, they're probably going to do something stupid, well, and she, I'm not well, going to agree to it. You know, well, and it's you, exactly kind of how it was with Holdo. Well, using well using a term that we're all familiar with, hey, Lord Ern's character was the noob. She was the noob. Yeah. She was. So she was the new manager. She as was well, the noob. Too. So nobody wants to immediately trust a noob, no matter whether they're in. Management or they're in lower. No, no but the thing though, if if it's a noob that's that's an employee, I mean whatever. But if it's a noob that's your upper manager, upper the management, person in charge, yeah. that's even more scarier. And you yeah, kind of true. So I think in in her point of view though, her telling Poe would be something that is going to be unlike a typical manager. A manager yeah. would be like, uh, need for no basis, buddy. Yeah. You know, that's pretty yeah, much what I got. So going back to your original question, I don't think it's a plot hole. I don't think it's. A plot I don't think it's a plot hole either. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's legitimate. I don't yeah. I mean. I think the only plot hole was. Why did she wait so long to actually turn the ship around and go and you know and destroy? I mean, they already a, destroyed a, a, so many of them. Why didn't she just do it like basically like fuck? I got to do something, and I'm gonna take out this thing. Like because, why? I don't know. It, it took like they killed like twelve sh- or they destroyed twelve ships because it was a la- because it was essentially it was essentially a last stand is what it was. That was right. that was a last stand gesture. I and also she I had to wait for the other sequences to beat right in the exact moment, man. She had to yeah, wait true. for for Ray and Kylo Ren to be putting that headlock. <laughs> she, had to wait, she had to wait for a fig to get almost his head sliced off and stuff like that. It's a kind yeah. of... Yeah. Oh, why did they kill... Why did they kill Phasma? She didn't die. You know, it's a comic book rules. If you don't see a bot, dead body, she's not dead. I think she's dead. I think she's dead. I, 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 think, I think she comes back. I think the majority... I of hope her, she comes back. I hope she comes back she's too, fantastic. but I was thinking if she's not dead, she is wow, really effed up. what a fucking waste. Like, all the characters that they, you know, that they created, like, that was the one. She shows up. She's in five minutes of the first movie and then, like, Eight minutes of this one, and that's it. I don't think she's. Horg's got she, more screen time than her. I think she comes yeah. back. Yeah, I, I, I think she's the kind of character that you're gonna know more about her through the comic books, through the novels, that kind yeah. of thing. I think she, she is to Finn the way Joker is to Batman. I think she well, always think comes so? back. I think okay. she always comes back and be on Finn's ass. You know, she may not be able to be in it because of Game of Thrones, though. And not only that, too. Also, uh, this movie is about subverting, con- you know, expectations. Yeah. So that's yeah. because you assume yeah. she's going to be in third in the, 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 the well, 
JJ Abrams is coming back, so whatever. But <laughs> but I mean, so speaking back, going back to the whole like novels and comic books thing, I think Snoke is going to be the same kind of thing where you're going to need you're going to know more about him through the novels, through the comic books. Yeah, yeah. right. And we we haven't even mentioned the whole. Uh, uh, Ray and uh, Luke Skywalker. They have a they have, they have a big part of the movie. And all, yeah. all that stuff works. I think the biggest and another great part of the movie is Kylo Ren and Ray. They're yes. they're, they're oh, the God, they're the connections. they're the heart of the movie. Uh, this trilogy now, their relationship. It's fantastic. I think I like Snoke. Um, a lot of people want to compare him to Palpatine, where I don't think you can. Now no. you have the argument that we can because of just basing off yeah. the original trilogy. But the thing is, is that we do have prequels. So I think that Snoke is. I think Snoke is cool. Indifferent, where Palpatine was strategist, he was a Sith, and then a strategist. And but we don't know that because we don't know the prequel story to Snoke. I'm pretty sure Snoke was more of like there are people who still believed in the Imperial Army, the Empire. But we don't know that because we like, don't know I'm, the prequel I'm story to Snoke, and they just kind of bow. That's him. just the thing. We don't know if he was part of the Empire or wherever he came from. He might have been a rebel back in the old day, for all we know. And here's the thing, though: what, what, what we as the audience know do not know. It's irrelevant to the characters. That's living this yeah. this this story. Yeah, and at that point, Kylo Ren had just had just had an ass full of of Snoke and stuff like that. Right, he kept berating him, kept uh, kept yeah. manipulating him. He just had an ass full of it. Now, like, like you know what? Like, fuck what? it, I'm gonna I'm gonna lightsaber your ass. You're, yeah. you're done. And he's more powerful than he thinks he is because he thinks Kylo Ren had the Ky- most character yeah. development. I think. Yeah, Kylo Ren was able to hide that part of the mind where he was going to kill Snoke from Snoke. So Kylo Ren is a character moment for Kylo Ren as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I said, he has an asshole. He's probably listening to us as a little kid. Like, fuck it. You know what? I'm going to do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. for the first time in all these Star Wars movies, a Skywalker has is become the emperor of the of whatever is left of the the, the that's true the the empire now because Darth yeah. Vader was always second second command yeah. yeah yeah he is the man now he is he is the, the the main the main guy in the main bad the main bad guy now yeah, yeah. I, I will say and that's something that you, you know you brought up and I completely agree with it you said that you know that this movie is meta and the thing is like it's being told in the and you know with the main character's kind of point of view it's like yeah they could have gone ten minutes into you know in dialogue of Snoke's past but it's like why they don't care like they're he's insignificant like especially yeah. the kylo ren now. it's he's unnecessary like, kylo ren wants to kill him and he's just like that's it i'm i'm <laughs> it's like i'm what this i'm what this needs it's like so yeah. a lot of these characters we don't have the backstory for it's like who gives a fuck and like, once we, again i'll read a comic or a, movie, or a book about it and once again i call back empire strikes back and return of the jedi you only see sidious very briefly yeah you don't know anything about him they killed him off in return of the jedi that was it same that's, thing with Snoke. That's one of the bigger surprises I had. He, ba- Ryan Johnson, basically he did uh, 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 the Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi in one movie. Yes, he He's, did. He he was like he was like you know what? Whoever's directing this next, fuck it. You know I what? Know. Fuck, fuck <laughs> it. This isn't a trilogy. This is a this is a sequel. I, I'm doing everything. Fuck it. I, I feel it's like I feel I'm like doing everything. I feel like he's setting yeah. up his trilogy no. more than anything. He started. <laughs> I feel like in this movie he started a trilogy. He ended the trilogy all in the same movie. Like fuck it. You know what? I'm doing all of this. Fuck yeah. it. <laughs> you try. He's like you try and up this lightsaber battle I have at the end with Kylo Ren and Rey against the guards. You would think it might be against Snoke or something. How? Like, fuck it. We're like, doing this against the the, the guards you've been seeing in the background for like for like six seven yeah. movies. Now. They've never done anything reasonable or anything interesting. But fuck it. They're gonna be the most interesting <laughs> thing about this movie. You know what? We're, we're doing this, man. It's I a know, great great action sequence. It, it felt like a kung fu sequence. Actually. Yeah. yeah, it yeah. did. It felt like a kung fu yeah. movie, movie to me, honestly. Yeah, when somebody. I, saw it. So I, I don't take credit for it. Somebody on Twitter mentioned somebody made a smart decision in the, these new movies. When you get struck by a lightsaber now in in, the, in this universe, it's not like oh you fall back and you die. You have to get stabbed all the way through you have to get you know punctured by the lightsaber for you to die and stuff like that it's a yeah. real it's a real 
impact now to the lightsaber stuff. Yeah, you you're getting I mean? burned. Like you're, yeah. it's, it's, it's more. It's, it's like somebody just putting lava inside of you. Yeah. It's like, more. It's go. more visceral now. Yeah, is what it is. It's, it's a lot yeah. more visceral now you're than it was in the old trilogy. Lava? Yeah. Open it's, up. That's the action sequence between Kylo Ren and the and Ray and the guards. It's as good as any lightsaber. It might be the best. I will say that that fight was cool, but where the why weren't they using like their force powers? They always do that at all. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, don't, do I don't know what the problem is when it ca- the problem is when it comes they to They were about to die. Stuff. They were both about to die. And also you need to concentrate to use the force and stuff like that. Well to be but fair, they did the, all the, that. remember Ray is not remember Ray is oh, still Kylo very Ren raw was... when it comes to that. Kylo Ren probably could have done it, but yeah. Yeah. to be fair, they did some force pushes, they did some force pulls yeah. with no, the lightsabers. Not, not 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 in the one with the with the with the samurai uh no, with the red samurai stormtroopers. They didn't use any force powers. The only thing they did was when she gave him her lightsaber. That's a that force was, power. That, that was the a, only one I'm saying. Though. I think it's a toss, but and it was pretty funny. We did see some force, force power go, toss. but it'd be used against you, especially when she tried to take the thing from Snoke, only for him to turn it around on her. I'm just so and also if you want to apply to the real world, how many times are, are you in like a real fight and you use all your skill and all that stuff every you know I mean? day? Yeah, you use all your kung fu. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, sure. You use every <laughs> yeah, exactly. single thing in a fight. But you know, Jay, you're next. Not not everybody. Not everybody's always like you know 100 quick witted, quick minded in a fight and stuff. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's but true, yeah. but Ray's got remember, so much shit, though. Remember, I mean, she, <laughs> remember, she is still very raw in combat, so of course it's easy but excuse she's been that in she so wouldn't. many bad situations her entire life, yeah. especially on Jakku, though. I mean, yeah. she's got I think they needed, so much shit. I think they needed to dial it back from Force Awakens, honestly. I think they were like under the impression that she was able to do too darn much too darn soon. I think they, oh, needed, I think that's, they, that's I think they yeah. needed to dial it back for Last Jedi to make it seem like she couldn't do everything with these. People were pissed off about her with the rocks. She's like, that's the point. She It's like, that. it's just showing how much more powerful she is than Luke is himself and that's the whole point of this Who's movie is she's Luke? the last she's the last Jedi and he is finally being like this is her story and I have to be there in any like yeah. in who's to way. say Luke couldn't do that Who's to say Luke couldn't do that? He projected his image. Remember, he's just across being, galaxy. Remember, he's just be. Remember, he's just being the hermit at this point. Yeah. He's just choosing not to do anything anymore. Well, no, he no, no. Still I'm saying he couldn't powerful. do it in New Hope. Oh, but that's 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 different, though. No, I know. I that but, <laughs> yeah. I'm explaining how it's not a plot hole and how it's a stupid argument for people saying that. Oh, yeah. oh she's still too powerful. It, it, it goes back thing. to I'm what like, we're saying about shit. Like it, it goes back to what we're saying about like anybody can be a force user. Yeah, force and you force can be either really naturally good at it, maybe or you're yeah. not. Exactly. Maybe she's just is the most powerful force wield uh force user. You could be Why like not? You could be like like LeBron James or Kobe Bryant when they were still rookies. Yeah. You know, I mean it's possible. It just it's a, sometimes it's just in your genes. Yeah. You know. Exactly. But, but so let's talk let's talk about uh, Kylo and and Ray since we we're talking about that. Mm-hmm. I love the whole thing where they were talking to each other across the, the galaxy. Yeah. It's a Well, you know great. that. Yeah. yeah. It's great. So, what, so I'm sorry. Did they answer? Is it was it just Snoke or was it? It just was Snoke. Not? Okay, uh, I just wanted to make sure, like, because I thought he was more about like he was poisoning both of their minds, not actually connecting them. I no, thought, they, I yeah, thought Snoke, he was yeah. saying, "I knew it was happening, and I was just fucking both of you." Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, even Kylo said, like, like, isn't it curious that the Force is connecting us together? Oh, yeah. But yeah. Apparently, it's Snoke that was doing, doing yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, and also Kylo Ren also think said at one point, "Hey, how are you doing this? Am I doing this? I'm not powerful. You're, we're both not powerful enough to do this." So it's one. Yeah, it was definitely Snoke that that bridged yeah. the two of them. I kept on guessing and guessing and guessing in this movie, and I was always well, pleasantly. It's, well, it's a perfect example surprised. about how the Force can be used, but can also be abused as well. He's obviously manipulating the Force to get some kind of outcome, right? Here. And big yeah. ups to Adam Driver. He's fantastic. He might be yeah, the best is. actor in the whole in this new trilogy. Next to Mark He's factor. <laughs> no, he's they're all, they're all great. It's they're just different levels of great. But yeah. I think the heart of this trilogy and the dynamic, b- b- best dynamic is between Ray and Kylo Ren. Yeah. 
yeah. the, there's a Beauty and the Beast kind of vibe. There's yes, a, like a competitive yeah. vibe. Especially that yep. whole yep. part when she tells him, oh, can you put a shirt on or something? Yeah. It's I a love great that. <laughs> I love John Boyega. I, I love, love Rose. Uh, the act- What's yeah. the actress's name? Oh, Rose. Mary Kelly Tran. Has yeah. she done Mary anything Kelly Tran. before this? She has that. done something. I don't remember what I saw her in, but I have seen her in something before. Okay, I've never seen her or heard her name before, and I think she was just absolutely, all, she's my favorite character in the movie. Yeah, all that stuff Straight is up. great. Straight up yeah. favorite character. Yeah, she is. I mean, I mean, you can question like her immediately kissing him at the end, but I guess she thought she was dying. So yeah. I'll give it's her great. that. It's a conceit. She, I'll give her she that. She took chances. You know what? Her yeah. sister died not having getting a kiss. God damn it. She was going to die with she a kiss. She was going to get a kiss. <laughs> it, it, it's also a big circle because in the, be- in the beginning, she was already a Finn fanboy. Yeah. Right? And yeah. then and then and then Finn just had to like if you have the opportunity to kiss your 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 crush that's then it's legal right. and you're not gonna have like, you know, police knocking at your door. And she he has she has one of the best lines in that moment. She says, you know, we're not, we're gonna win also. this not because, you know, we destroy our enemies and stuff we'll like that. Destroy what we hate. But we destroy what we hate. But protect what we love. Oh, or I, save what we oh, love. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you look go. At, look at Albert's that romantic. That is the most romantic. Like, Star Wars line ever. Yeah, and yeah, it is. It's true. And also to speak, it speaks to Ryan Johnson's direction in the sense that visually, he's also representing the dark and light side of the force at that moment. On, on the right side of the screen, you have the light with the two of them kissing and, you know, lo- saying that I love you, yeah. essentially. But on the left side, the cannon explodes and fires away and stuff like that. So yeah. that's the dark side of the force. It's just right. really great cinematic yeah. visual storytelling and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's, it's fantastic. I agree with everything you're saying. Yeah. Except for the casino. I can see them parts, terrible. <laughs> that's the only thing that I disagree with you on. And also, since I'm on this track, I also want to mention, again, Ryan Johnson's f- visual filmmaking with the whole Luke reveal at the end. So uh, people say <gasps> yeah. it might be a cheat, it might be whatever, but but this is how he sets it up. Number one, he when they're on the planet, the guy licks the ground. Hey, there's salt underneath. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? And then we're getting here. Salt. Yeah, 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 that's number one. So yeah. he, the, the movie, the filmmaker is preparing you for what's about to happen. Number two, if you look at Luke, I actually caught this. I knew the review, yeah. actually. I caught it. You know I'm going with this, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the de-aged Mark Hamill. It's mm-hmm. not the Mark Hamill that's been training Ray. It's the, he's, his beard's colored in and all that stuff. Yeah. It's number two. Yeah, same clip. hair. He has yeah, the same, 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 same hairstyle. The, je- hair. the Jedi Temple Mark Hamill. Exactly. It's, yeah. it's, it's different. And then number three, when he, when he uh, shoots up the lightsaber to fight Kylo Ren, it's the white right yes, lightsaber. Yes, it is. It's I not the green lightsaber, which he, he's supposed yeah. to have right now. It's the now. blue one. Well, yeah. bluish white, whatever you yeah. want to call it. But it's yeah. not the lightsaber that he has and stuff like that. So anyway, like I and? said, it's, it's not cheap. And? He, they don't touch when they fight. Well, besides that. And? Well, where are you going? You don't see his footprints. You don't oh, see the I footprints. You don't see his footprints. <gasps> yes. Was that all Kyle yes. Ren's? Yeah. Oh, nice. the, the part where the scene guy, the guy goes, oh, salty. The guy was walking away from the guy saying, oh, salty. Yeah. And you see his footprints. Yeah. Mark Hamill walks out. You don't see his footprints. You don't see so red. The clues are already there Fuck, right in front I of our face. I didn't even notice. You didn't see the it, red. It, yeah, this works on a physical, tangible level. Also, well, in how many terms times do med- you look at a guy's feet anyway? Yeah. It's also yeah, right, serves yeah. as a metaphor. Uh, what do you call it? Luke, when he passes away, his legend, his shadow, cat is across the universe now. Yeah. Uh, the little kids playing the toy. He's talking about the Luke Skywalker legend now. You know what I mean? He's projecting his his will, his legend across the universe. Number two, again, it speaks to the whole idea of the dark side and the light side of the Force. Uh, if you're a Sith Lord, you strike in anger. And then yeah. as he's fighting Luke Skywalker, everybody else in the back door is escaping and stuff. He's he's too angry. He's too passionate. He's not seeing what what's really going on. The Jedi is smart. They're clever. They're composed. 
it's it's beautiful. It's a beautiful metaphor. In contrast, looking back to Return of the Jedi, yeah. Luke Skywalker was fighting Darth Vader. He was trying to fight Palpatine. He was trying to use physical force. Yeah. This is a more evolved yes. Luke Skywalker who was really trying to be a pacifist in the fight. Mm-hmm. Never tried to strike right. him down. Admittedly, yeah. he was a hologram. Sure. But never tried to do anything against Kylo Ren. It was pretty much... He was just stalling time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like a it was like a yeah. Gandhi kind of thing yeah. where he just exactly. yeah. I'm just gonna be right here, buddy. You know. Yeah. yeah, I am distracting you, and I'm showing you that basically that your hate and your anger is going to fo- it's yeah. gonna be the fault of you. He defeated yes. Kylo Ren through pacifism. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a really powerful message that 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 the movie kind of and it shows us. and yeah. it shows how Mark Hamill and it shows that Luke Skywalker is changed from. Wanting to kill Kylo Ren to now just being like, you know what? I can just okay. Hey, it still uh, speaks uh, to the character uh, in the sense that he <laughs> still feels bad that he was he considered killing his nephew yeah, and all yeah. the Jedi. He, yeah. So he really still can't leave that island. He is still in self exile. In self exile, and yeah. it's, it's also it's a callback to Yoda. Yoda doesn't leave the island. God, Yoda it was so great to see Yoda. Yoda. Yeah, they did it so well. going going back to I think a lot of people get confused with the whole like Luke was gonna kill Ben. Yeah, I think I think he goes there. He finds out that. Okay, he is more towards the dark side of the force. Mm-hmm. I should kill him. But if you think about it, in Luke's perspective, he changes his mind immediately. And he's crying. Yeah. yeah. But, the, but the point is that at for the fleeting moment that he thought he had to kill him, he already failed. Yeah. As a Jedi, you know. Oh, yeah, there's two things that. Oh, number one, you're talking about when uh Luke s- s- talks to Leia. To Ray, have, to Ray. To, oh, to Ray. Okay. I'll I'll do that one next. Okay, so to yeah. Luke to Leia, he he says I have to go confront uh, Ben. I don't think I can save him. But he you, you don't physically see him strike each other, obviously, right? So what he's saying is I might I'm not going to be able to do it in this lifetime, but in the next lifetime when he joins the Force, he's yeah. going to haunt his ass as a as a as a as a, as a go- Force ghost. Yeah. That's why he also yeah. says to Ben, yeah. "I'll see you later." Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll be with you just like your for dad. A, yeah, for yeah. A, exactly. It's beautiful and stuff like that. And the other thing is, what was the other one you mentioned? Luke to Ray. About- oh yeah, when when Luke was telling the, the origin story of what happened with Ben oh, Solo. Yeah. That's another thing I want to mention too. In the Star Wars movie, it's been a, another running theme where, oh, from a, from my perspective, the the Jedi are evil and Palpatine is good and stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? From Ben's perspective, uh, Darth Vader died. Uh, I mean, Darth Vader lived, so oh, Anakin can live. From my perspective, so but this one, this one, Ryan Johnson actually visualizes one specific a uh, scene where you see both sides of the what happened, and they're both valid. Ben, I mean, uh, Kylo Ren is probably correct in his mind right. that his uncle tried to kill him. Yep. And then Luke Skywalker is also correct in the sense that no, I, I hesitated for a moment. I, but the thought was there, but I hesitated. I pulled yeah. back. And also it harkens back to Luke's uh George Lucas's original um uh inspiration for Star Wars, which is which is Akira Kurosawa. And Kurosawa made the yeah. movie Rashomon. And Rashomon is all about uh, looking at one event from different perspectives and how yep. the perspective change. So it's it's, it's it's beautiful. It's 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 beautiful. And stuff. That's that's my point. Ryan Johnson might be one of the best filmmakers right now. And yeah. right now, I will say very underrated because yeah. he's not underrated. getting enough credit for this movie. It's interesting how it's it, to me. It, it, by the way, uh, as soon as it's recording, happy birthday, Ryan Johnson! Yeah, happy birthday! Oh yeah, <laughs> happy birthday! <laughs> also, want to mention that it seems like if you, t- I'm not saying this is not a dig at at JJ Abrams. It seems like JJ Abrams and Ryan Johnson. It's like they. It's like you you told them, hey, you're gonna watch Empire Strikes Back. And after you watch it, you both get to make a movie and stuff like that. And Ryan Johnson came back with this. Yeah. And J.J. Abrams came back with Force, uh, Awakens. Force Awakens, which is all about magic boxes, mysteries, and stuff like that. Big reveal. Trying to recapture that uh, that Darth Vader reveal and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But Ryan Johnson says, you know what? I saw Empire. It's more about the Force, about you know, uh, being quiet and meditative. You know what I mean? So it's, I, it's I, I disagree. I feel like they watched the trilogy. 
J.J. Abrams walked out with like, oh yeah, for, uh, it was like, oh yeah, A New Hope was fantastic, and then Ryan Johnson's like, that's an amazing universe, yeah, and I can build on it. Mm-hmm. But remember, uh, <laughs> like, that's once again, I, I would like. argue Force Awakens is really more the, the original trilogy altogether. Because right. when they it were really fighting, shouldn't have been. when they were when they were fighting Starkiller Base, it was a ground assault. And an air assault, just like Return of the Jedi. Exactly. You know yeah. the, the whole then, the whole betrayal thing and the kidnapping thing, it, like Empire true. Strikes Back was in the middle. And what's of great Force about the Last Jedi is they have he has those elements too. There yeah, are elements, different yeah. levels of fighting, but he like he's moving the f- movie a little bit forward. He, you know what I mean? Again, it's not a dig at Force Awakens. Yeah. At the end of the day, I think these two are are companion pieces. Yeah, I think they're companions. They, they, yeah. they complement each other. Yeah. Yeah. They just do they just do things a little bit differently. And to be fair, also in Empire in uh, Empire, in uh, Last Jedi, they still have a big giant cannon thing. <laughs> the yeah. kind of like the Death Star, except it's in the ground. Yeah, you know? Finn literally <laughs> said to bust open that door. Yeah. Well, I like how it was a I battering mean, ram cannon. Yeah, I'll, 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 a battering ram it's cannon. Not, it's not really a, a thing. It's just like a it's just like a big wood thing that you see like in right. Beauty and the Beast and no, stuff. But Finn, yeah, but Finn even mentioned, oh, that's a miniaturized uh, the Death, Death Star. Star. <laughs> it's, it's still a Death Star. You still got fly Right in the middle line. of it, you gotta get a perfect shot in right in the middle of it. Oh, I love Finn. I love John Boyega. I want him to. I want to, I, if John Boyega could be in every movie, I'd be happy. Yeah, he's really good. I mean, like you said, all the actors and all everybody's great. Man. Yeah. All right, and the actor we should probably end this conversation on is oh, Mark Hamill. For hour. So let's talk about Mark Hamill. Mm-hmm. Okay, so a lot of people have issues with with the whole like, oh, he's drinking blue milk from from a cow and and he's doing all <sighs> these things. That. It's actually green milk. It was green? Okay. It, they okay. Green. that too. It's green. Turquoise. Turquoise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not blue milk. So a lot of people have issues with, with this Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill had this issue with this Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? he did. Now, so so here's the thing. Um, I guess this is the make it or break it for a lot of fans. Is this your Luke Skywalker? I think so. Yeah. Because if anything, the other main theme that I get from this is that times change. People change. Yes. He's not the same person that he was when he was the 20-year-old facing off against the Emperor and all that. Yeah. This is like... 40, 30, 40 years later, he is a different person. Mm-hmm. So I think it is entirely compatible uh, compatible for him to be this hermit that no longer pretty much believes in any of that stuff. He thinks in different themes now. He's, he's no longer yeah. the he's no longer the impetuous youth. In other, in other words, he become he became the very thing, just like what Yoda and Obi Wan was. He's wise now. Yeah. So I believe that this is perfect. Some people try to say, you know, he's essentially just, you know, he's being a whiny little one saying everything's bad, he shouldn't believe in and all that kind of stuff. But I didn't take that from from him whatsoever. If anything, it just shows that he's in the autumn of his years, that he has wisened up a bit, and therefore he has gained perspective in all in all, in all respects now. And with his passing off like that, I think he be, finally became one with the force and finally fulfilled his personal destiny. Tyler? I will add to that. I agree, but I also think that like he lives with so much despair and grief and also like shame shame exactly that like i agree with you but the thing is like all that gets to a point where and also he's lonely you know he, again he has handmaids i guess but like he has like the, the oh, yeah, oh, oh you mean those uh, those frog natives. nuns those frog nuns yeah. that was weird <laughs> but like i mean yeah he 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 had those but he lived by himself for yeah, years. he was a hermit Solitary. he was a hermit he was basically he was a, a hermit he was a hermit with shame with grief and despair he's he hid himself from his sister, from his family, from I'm this new, off of the force. from this. Yeah, essentially, and, and, if you think about it, it's but just the he same also as Obi-Wan. gave up on the yeah. force. And when you give up, basically everything that you fought so hard for, and like your religion and everything like that, it, it puts you in a completely different perspective and different way of thinking and how you react to things and how you just live a life. It was almost a crisis of faith, in my opinion, actually, that, oh, he, had, that he that he suffered over those years. 
Yeah. And also, I, I have a nephew. If I try to lightsaber my nephew, you know, I would, I would feel bummed out about it. I would seclude myself on an <laughs> yeah. island. But also, wimp. Oh, well, yeah. No. <laughs> uh, and, uh, but uh, on, on a serious note, though, Luke Skywalker is still there, though, when he's yeah. in the Millennium Falcon and he talks to R2D2 and he sees R2D2. His, traces, his yeah. face brightens up and yes. that joy that, that that farm boy he's still there and when it counted when it counted the most he still stepped up and force projected himself across billions of light years and stuff like that you know what i mean exactly you know what i mean i understand how it's not it, again and also his seclusion again speaks yep. to the theme of this movie and as long as it does that it, i'm okay with it and also i just want to mention one more thing about the theme and all that stuff uh this one this one might be a little bit um uh, heavy duty and stuff like that. But the original Star Wars, the original uh, George Lucas thing, it, he kind of based it on the myth of a thousand faces or whatever. All these different cultures have the same myth yeah. and stuff like that. But since then, it's oh, the Joseph Campbell, yeah, Joseph yeah. Campbell thing, yeah. But the thing, it's also been a little, I don't know, corrupted. But it's been, but it's been, it's been, um, uh, it's been, it's been kind of reduced down to the to something called the uh, like the, the white man here. You know what I mean? The uh, the white uh, what's that expression? Where white savior, a, yeah, the white savior thing. Oh, oh the great white hope, the, the great, great white, white hope, hope. the yeah. great white hope, and stuff like that. And this movie is is a counter to that, is, is like an answer to that. So you know what, your time. It's it's great that you, there's a great white hope, great white savior. But you know what, it's not your time now. You know what I mean? We live in a different time now. You know what I mean? The white guy times straight, change. Times change. The great white guy. I'll throw in straight too can stay home and that other people can save the universe too. You know, this Vietnamese girl can save the girl can save it. A black a black character can save it and stuff like that. Yeah. So so that whole idea of again of subverting tropes yeah. includes this idea too. Includes the white savior trope and stuff like that. This movie says no. I never saw that, best. but yeah, yeah, I see I, it now. I want to say one more thing about Luke though. Uh like I feel like throughout the like because Ray's there, it brings out basically so many different parts of his old, you know, uh stories. Especially with the with the with the original trilogy, like he basically is kind of like kind of confused and just being like, oh, what what do you like? What do you want from me?" Like he's basically him in New Hope. Um, when um, oh, was I? But oh, anyways, like then then you see him where like Yoda basically does a lightning strike and he's freaking out. The books, the books, like it's him in like you know, an empire where he just kind of has that one moment of freak out. And I, I feel like it's, and then with R2-D2, he sees, you know, he sees R2 and just lights up and it's just yeah. like, he is just like what they thought Kylo Ren was going up to do, like is kind of as well as like part fragments of him was coming back, but he was fighting it so much as well. So yeah, despite the fact that he keeps saying like the Jedi must end, you know, we shouldn't be have any more Jedis. The, Je- the Jedi organization should just kind of just go away. He still hesitated to destroy the tree. Yeah, Yoda had to do it for him. Yeah, you know? and did anybody catch yeah. the fact that the Ray has the yes. books? Exactly. I didn't, I didn't catch it until until I saw it online. I didn't catch it. Okay. So those were the books. Yeah, yeah. Ray, Ray I in, the, so. in the Falcon. Those were the books. I yeah, yeah. thought so. Yeah, those yeah. Are the I, know, books I know it wasn't. So it was, it was in the Millennium Falcon yeah. where when yeah. he when Finn grabs the blanket. Yeah. Okay, I thought I was like yeah. that's a weird and shot. Fucking Yoda being clever with his wordplay again, man. Exactly. Ray has everything she needs. Don't worry about the temple. And Yoda looks so good. I love that Yoda scene where even though. Uh, yeah, what call Luke Skywalker in his late sixties? Yoda's dead in nine hundred. Yeah. He's it's still he's still master and teacher. He's still teaching him life lessons and stuff like that. I want it's, that poster. I want a poster. Brilliant. I want a poster of the burning tree and their silhouettes looking yeah. at it. Oh God. Yeah. And plus, then also Yoda is also a puppet again. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's and puppet. then also Luke looking at the two sons. Yes, yes. that was yeah. so like it's sunrise, sun, or it was yeah, sunrise, sunrise sunset, yeah. but sunset. Sunrise. But even though, or I guess it would have been sunset, sunrise it would have been his story. 
Sunrise. So I, sunset. I, although, although earlier I said we shouldn't <laughs> no, bother. No, sunset. Yes. He had a sunrise, sunset. Like total Star Wars with yeah. New Hope. Yeah. Ah, I saw a yes. rainbow too. Yeah. Two suns, two moons, that kind of thing. But um, uh, look even at how we're just brushing over one of the most, one of the most touching scenes. It is very yeah. touching. Well, I'm going to get to that. Uh, despite the fact that I did say that that earlier we shouldn't bother doing theories for episode nine, I would like to see Luke come back as a Force ghost. Yeah, oh, he is. That, and, oh, he told, yeah. no, and, and bring in a Force ghost army. No, he says that's not that's Lord of the Rings. Says, yeah, I think it's a tall Rings order. Come on, yeah. that's, that's a tall order, yeah. man. They can I don't bring know. back Qui Gon Jinn. They can heck, they no, can they bring won't. back, you mean bring the, back the old Jedi Order as a bunch of ghosts. <laughs> so you would waste a, a fourth ghost on the worst Jedi, Qui-Gon Jinn. I'm just saying, they oh, could do the that. I'd rather have Ian McGregor. Ian McGregor. Yeah. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. Ian McGregor. But I, yeah. no, I, no, Luke's coming back. He I'll is, only see a force. He, he, he even told Kylo Ren. I will only love kid. a force ghost idea yes. if we see Sith ghosts come in. I want to see ghost Palpatine yeah. and others. Yeah. Wait, I thought Sith don't have ghosts. Yeah, they do. They have ghosts too. This is established. Uh, they the, books I read. The, the, Sith, the Sith have a ghost too. Okay, fair um, enough. Hmm. Uh, I mean, without Carrie Fisher in the next one, I think they're gonna have to one up with bringing back Mark Hamill for sure. I think it's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I mean, he, again, he he does say he wants to be there for Kylo Ren's either demise. Kylo Ren's either going to die, or yeah, there might, 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 might be a redeem. He might turn, and General Hux might be the villain the whole time. And no, I think it's Kylo Ren. I think, I think it's still. Kylo Ren. I, mean, I, I think don't it's Kylo Ren. I don't, I don't want a redeemable story. I like the fact where it's just like people are lo- like, you know what? That person is lost. But yeah. Yeah. again, Luke says, "See you around, kid." Yeah, my prediction is I think they do a time jump forward. Uh, Poe is the leader of the resistance at that point, and the confrontation is between uh, Ray and uh, Kylo. Kylo Ray, Ray with, and Kylo, Poe, and with uh, and Luke Hux. Skywalker as the Force Ghost and stuff like that. I think yeah. the see you around kid essentially is what he's talking about. I think he's I think he's just gonna punk him as as a ghost later yeah. on, mm-hmm. just come back to him to bother his oh, that's ass. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I can. which I, of, which I would like. I think that would be funny. Both wars, Luke, best of both worlds for Luke. He won't strike his nephew. Yeah, down. he won't kill him, but he's gonna help in his demise. Yes, you know, as a yeah, he he guy. wants to help out Ray because Ray is also the future, and he has to tell her like, okay, she has the books, so something's gonna happen with that. Yeah, because Yoda's right; they don't need the books. He was like, he's like, oh, page turners. No, but uh, speaking of Kylo and and Ray, I'm hoping there's gonna be a lot of fanfics for Renlo. Mm-hmm. That's for sure, especially oh, after Ren, this yeah. movie. Oh, the, the, the love triangle. No, 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 no. Oh, Renlo, oh. Kylo, and Ray. no, 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 no. Dude, there's already like like fan art and deviant art. I know. Yeah, no, they had Kylo that in Force Ray. Awakens. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, somewhat, but it's been more pronounced now. It's been no, definitely more. Pronounced. I think. Honestly, I think, it I think it's, it's more interesting that they're actually competitors or they're fighting against you the the Force. You know what I mean? The whole romance stuff doesn't. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna. Well, I don't know what JJ is going to do, but I don't think they're going to go that direction, yeah. you know. But it's it's out there now. Well, I mean, I'm talking to the fans. You yeah, know, talking to the fans. It, yeah. It's not good off fans. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Oh man, it's, I cried so many times because of uh, every single time yeah. Carrie. Every time I thought K- Carrie Fisher was going to die, I cried. So, <laughs> so speaking of fans, what what would you say about the fact that yeah, this movie did kill off Luke Skywalker, mm-hmm. and then the, I know I know people personally who are boycotting this movie. F- for that fact. Yes. Yeah, because they're dumb. Because they want to be pampered. Mm-hmm. They want the same shit over and over and over and over again. It's like, why? Then just watch the original no, it's, over it, over I think again. it's more of like, okay, put it in their perspective. It really is more like, hey, you're killing my childhood here. This is my hero. You're killing yeah. him. Well, they're going to be very... It's, they're it serves be, the story. They're going to be very can, sad yeah. in Infinity War and yeah. in, or Infinity War Part 2. To any fanboys, <laughs> I always say... What the character goes through in the movie does it serve the story and stuff like that, and that's all you can ask from a movie, and I think it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also, agree. oh, sorry, something else I noticed on the second watch: uh, Luke Skywalker, 
he does he never uses a, a lightsaber at all. He touches it, but he never opens one. He never fights no. with one. No. The only one the only time he uses a lightsaber is in a, in a disputed no, not even in the end. That's a force that's a that's a illusion. Oh oh oh, oh yeah. He doesn't lose a lightsaber. The only one the only time you see him light it up is in a disputed flashback yeah. between him and Yeah, Kyle that Ray. dream sequence. No, when, when, and when he fights with Ray in the in the in the ring, she uses a lightsaber. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't. He, he doesn't use a lightsaber at no, but all. No, in this movie. I was actually gonna, what I was gonna say was I don't. I don't think he wants to use the light. And that's why he threw it too. I don't think he wants to. I think he yeah, feels. Exactly, yeah. I think he just sees it and he feels how he does that night. And that's why he looks so like again. He looks so afraid when she has a lightsaber. He kind of sees it and he gets scared. And somebody else playing this online. I didn't see it. But the last time you saw him with a lightsaber is Return of the Jedi. And what's what's the last thing he does with that lightsaber? Throws it away. Yep. Throws it away and says, "I'll never turn to the dark side." Yeah, he, he it mirrors uh, the two m- movies mirror. He holds a lightsaber and her dad throws it away. Won't won't kill his dad. In this one, he won't pick up a lightsaber and, and won't come back and kill his nephew. I guess. Yeah. So it's kind of safe to say maybe. God, look, look at this guy. No, that that wasn't me. That that wasn't me. That was the internet. Still, that was the internet. The no. fact that he didn't, he never so used the, the so lightsaber. The internet is almost discerning that. that he pretty much held his last lightsaber in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did catch the fact that he never uses a lightsaber in this movie at all. You know what I mean? Like I said, the only time you see him light it up is in a disputed flashback between, yeah. between him and Kylo yeah. Ren, or his, uh, or his holoc- holocrox. What's yeah. it called? Holocron. Holocron. Horcrux. Holocron. Horcrux. 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 That's what I was yeah. trying to say. Yeah. 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 yeah I think you're. I think you're mixing yeah. your fanboyisms now, yeah. dude. No, I just. <laughs> I don't remember all the Jedi power terms. Now, speaking of the internet, this might this might anger people, but oh. go, going back with the whole team, especially with what Luke Skywalker is preaching to Rey. About the Jedi must end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think it is kind of really a callback to organized religion, mm-hmm. as well as to blind fandom mm-hmm. of what they love. Yeah, yeah. You know? it, it it does seem like 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 the people who are so treating like Star Wars like religion just need to let it go and yeah. accept for the fact that it can change, it can grow, it can evolve, and uh, also. Yeah. Did they see what happened in the prequels, man? Even even the Luke Skywalker mentioned the the, pre- the prequel. The last time the Jedi were at its height and its power, you know, Darth Sidious came, came about and stuff. Yeah. like that. you know what I mean. Yeah. Let it go. Let the yeah. past go. No man. matter how, no matter how good the Jedi claims to be, which they are, yeah. uh, they yeah. still lead to Darth Vader. They still lead to Kylo Ren, even under Luke's to uh, Luke's tutelage. Kylo Ren still exists. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like exactly. Captain America says in Civil War. When he when he ejected the Sokovia Patience. Accord, when he ejected the Sokovia Accord, he says people have agendas, you know, what I mean? and agendas, agendas change and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's right. up to the individual. Yeah. Like that. I, yeah, I thought I thought it was really powerful when he said like the Jedi was being greedy. The Force is for everybody, also not Huber, just for yeah, them. Huber, also arrogant yeah. humans and, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And and yeah. it goes to show with like organized religion, same exact thing. The Crusades happened from from organized religion. All, all those child molestation things happened yeah. from organized religion. I mean. It's he true. doesn't have to be. There's a lot of argument right now. Yeah. And there's a lot of argument to say that they base the Jedi Knights off of the old Knights Templar, which were one yeah, of the which were one of the Knight Orders that fought the Crusades. Yeah, but I mean, I, yeah. I also think that you know him saying like, you know, let the you know, let the Jedi thing die is just kind of like maybe him also telling her not to worry so much about Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. Like maybe it's like maybe this whole thing. It's like I don't know. I think that they're gonna, they might kill each other. It might end with Rey and Kylo both dead. Maybe. Mm-hmm. They could do well, or they could do a Harry Potter thing, but <laughs> but but yeah. So yeah, it's um. What was that point? The whole religion thing. And no, wait. Also, internet outrage. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So the, in a sense, the force really is essentially God. Okay, you can believe in God, but you don't have to be 
following in the very strict rules and how to or God, God or, 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 or God. faith. As or faith. Or faith. Also, faith. Yeah. Spiritual, I think spirituality, spirituality is a little, spirituality is yeah. a little different. Because like, also, also to compare it also to God, I mean, this is just my example, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, is that, you know, how people say God works in mysterious ways. Mm-hmm. Well, the force works in mysterious way. Yeah. Ray happens to be really good with the force. Well, because that's because, because the force deems it so, right? Yeah. So that that there's no real plot hole there. It's and just also, the way it is. And also, the the movie also mentioned something that Ray the is force, Moses. the force, and stuff like that. <laughs> sometimes it works in, ri- in ripples and stuff. Whatever, whatever you do in life, sometimes you can't see the end results until much later. Like yeah. that last thing at the end. You know what I mean? The Rose and Finn go to that planet. They do something nice, and as a result, it creates a ripple. And that ripple is that kid. Who has now the ring? He believes in. Uh, he he heard the legend of Luke. He has a bit of the force. He sees a falling star. You know what I mean? It's a ripple effect. And stuff like right, that. right. And Poe also learns a lesson about that too. Just because she think he he thinks the the, the vice admiral is doing something stupid and leading to the death. It's not until the very end he realizes there are more myster- not myster- many mysterious ways of things at for- at work. You know what I mean? You have to be patient and just you know do good things and just but you know be patient. Sometimes the end result is not uh, you you can't see it right away. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. Exactly. It's really good um, stuff. Did you guys catch before we end this? Did you guys catch the uh, um, what was what was, the, what was the line that's always in Star Wars movies? Oh, I got a bad feeling about. This. I got a bad feeling about it. I Wait, didn't catch what? it. Until, Wait, I didn't catch when? it until later. When? No. So I saw it in the internet. I don't. I don't. I didn't get it. Okay. When? Supposedly, uh, BB-8 says it. Yeah. BB-8 says it. What? Yeah, Ryan Johnson said that line <gasps> is in the movie. Oh my god, I remember that one yeah. moment because I was like, did I just understand him? But I didn't. Okay, but I, or it's like that sounded like just straight up English. Like, okay, well, no, it wasn't English. It was still beep 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 bop bop bop. You know, but but Carrie Fisher's like, I agree with the droid, yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, never mind. In the, ca- in the casino world, not the casino. for a split second, BB-8 like does something, and it sounds like I was like, did I just understand? Kind yeah. of like, is that an understandable thing he yeah. just said? What's what's most interesting about that is Ryan Johnson. You know, bef- this is like uh, Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday. So the general audience haven't seen it, but the critics and all that. Some people have seen it. And one of the questions that he would answer on Twitter is one of the guys, somebody on Twitter saw it, but he asked him, hey, is the line, I got a bad feeling about this in this movie? And he said, yes. Yes, it is. And that's all he would say. You know what I mean? Nice. So uh, he wanted to make sure everybody knew it's in there because it's not audible. It's not in English. So right. yeah. I, w- I was also very upset that... Um, Ben Schwartz and Bill Hader are not BB-8. Just saying. Oh, I didn't okay. know that. Nope. They, They're not credited they, on IMDb. They originated it in the last movie, but yeah. But yeah, yeah the, supposedly, I got, a bad feeling, I got a bad feeling about this is said by BB at the yeah. very beginning. So yeah, and I think I think Carrie Fisher says, like, I agree with the droid, you know, and that's pretty much confirmation that he said something to worry about mm-hmm. Poe Dameron or yeah. whatever. Because the other option is, hey, does uh, Chewie say it to Ray as she gets injected out of the Minute Falcon? No, that wouldn't fit. That doesn't fit. That, that wouldn't fit at all. Yeah, no. Right? So the only time what are you ex- talking about? It totally would have fit. No, because she goes like, that's how about right. Yeah. Now, now imagine oh, Chewie yes, saying yeah, yeah, that yeah, and her responding no, to that. that her thing sense. was like, you tell uh, Finn something for me. You know, yeah, if he doesn't Because you Because yeah. I'm saying, you look back in the movie and it's like, where, where, did I hit? Where, where could it possibly be? But yeah. The, that line works at that moment with BBA and Poe and, uh, and, and Leo. Car- uh, Carrie Fisher and stuff. Exactly. I got that exactly. feeling about this. Yeah. Oh, and also, uh, speaking of BB 8, apparently a lot of the creatures you see are practical effects. Yeah. Yes. You know, so that's the same thing with Force Awakens, though. Yeah, but I think they one up it with this one. Supposedly, this holds the record as most practical effects in terms of creature work. Really? In Star Wars movie. It's a really yeah. good balance between creature work, yeah. practical effects, and then seeing a. a the two spaceships collide at light speed. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, oh, I think God, basically, so if you good. see if you see a creature like running, that's CG. But if you see it standing still, moving around, 
That's yeah. real. And I, just, I also just want to say, I think it's one of those movies where, uh, for the people that don't like the movie or just had a strong visceral bad reaction to it, think just be patient. That this is one of those movies that you actually have to sit with a little bit. Think about. Think about what happens to the characters and what it means, and think about the theme of the movie and stuff like that. I yeah. think you think you appreciate it a lot more. Ah, uh, but that's just the thing. I think you, the majority of the audience doesn't want to have to think too much. Yeah. And, what's unfo- and what's un- really unfortunate <laughs> is the backlash. Is I mean, if you love Star Wars and you're that passionate about it, and you have a backlash. Yeah. shouldn't you know something about the philosophy of the dark side? Well, you see, that's the entire thing. Yeah. All of the people that are having such haterade and everything makes me think like, oh, so you're a constant like Wikipedia like yeah. contributor or something like that. And it also, makes me wonder. Do you ever hear the philosophy or the downfall of the Sith? It's always because they react quickly with anger and and frustration, exactly, and, you, know, you know, and jealousy and rage and stuff like that. Exactly, literally, that's what you're doing on the on on Twitter and internet. If you don't like the fact that uh, Mark Hamill dies if you don't like the fact that there's, there's there's no big snoke reveal you like the fact that like the rays of of uh parents are like you know nobodies think about it obviously R- ryan johnson is not just dicking around he's not there's a there's a message there there's a, yeah. there's a theme there and the thing is it'd be one thing if it happens if the if the subverting expectation happens once or twice but it happens throughout the movie you know what i mean you yeah. see a shot of the x-wing underwater yes so it's you would yes. think He's going to no, raise it up, right. Empire. And then you see the green milk versus the blue milk. So obviously he's telling – he's throwing away the lightsaber the first thing he does. You know what I mean? He's subverting expectations constantly. Yes. B- BB-8 saying, I-, I have a bad feeling about exactly. this, is subverting the- expectations. Yeah, exactly. You know? But or, then, of course, people would just call that trolling. <laughs> yeah. I'm also, you know what? I, I, just be patient with him. Just think about it a little bit. Meditate on it. I thought like it was that. so cool seeing Billy Lord. It was the first yeah. character you see in the whole movie. I yeah, I really nice liked touch. that. I saw it. I was like, oh, that's so cool. And she's good in it, too. Yeah. She is so good. She is good. Ah, I love her. It's All right. Real, it's a really good movie. It's a really strong movie. It's a strong it might be my favorite Star Wars film. Into, in the, in the, in the, in the, well, it's definitely the best-looking Star Wars film. Yes. Uh, big ups to the cinema cinematographer, and also I think argue, arguably the best directed Star Wars film for sure. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Although I I do hold uh, a New Hope and Empire in high regards, so I'm, I'm just gonna comfortably put Last Jedi as my number. And I'm further. a guy who likes Return of the Jedi. I'm actually one of the people that actually love Return of the Jedi because it was came out in '83. Yeah, so I, so I, yeah. I was nine, so that's the, the one where actually the it's the one where I actually have a cognitive memory yeah. of seeing. You it, weren't you know nine; I mean? you're doing math wrong. But uh, oh, nine? <laughs> I was thirteen. But anyways, Return of oh, Jedi six. was the one where I did see in theaters when it came out. You know, we did the, we did the oh, trip. <laughs> oh, sorry, go ahead. I was four. <laughs> I was six. Yeah, you're right. I did the math wrong. But you know what I'm saying. It's the one I, I have the most saying. kind of memory about seeing it. Right? I was yeah. negative I five. I agree. I agree. I was four, and I saw it, and you know, hey. We, we each have our different nostalgia. In other words, I think personally for me, all the haterade that you do see about this is just from people that either have the nostalgia of their eyes from what they saw from the original trilogy. Or they don't like trying change. To, or they just don't like change or they have their personal preference. And frankly, you know, they have their right to their opinion. That's all well and fine, but it still shouldn't take away from the fact that this is a great movie. Yeah. And he literally, and they literally just made, uh, uh, what's called Force Awakens and Rogue One for your nostalgia too, but they literally just did that for you. You know what I mean? I did and not react. Me. I've <laughs> never, I've never reacted to a Star Wars film like I've ever reacted to this. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. Shit. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't react. I didn't even react to the as a Trekkie. I didn't even react to the last three Star Trek movies like I did this fucking movie. Yeah, I, 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 me too. Um, a huge Star Wars fan, and this one definitely really blew my mind because it really felt like an elevated form of Star Wars. And then yeah, but yeah, yeah really, really loved it. Really loved it. Um, anything else? 
No. Okay. We covered everything? I this is like about, the longest. I about so many more things. But this is definitely the longest episode of Supporters Please that we have so far. I think it's much deserving. Uh, just like the this is the longest Star Wars. So this is what happened. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, it was. It's a, it's a tribute. So if, was... you've been, if you've been listening this far along, uh, the people who liked the movie and the people who didn't like the movie, thanks for listening. Uh, John Mang, where can people find you online? You can find me on J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L. Wait, wait a minute. You can find me on Twitter uh, at J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-I-O-U. Uh, Tyler? Oh, man. Oh, uh, the, sorry. I was still thinking about Star Wars. Right. Um, uh We have podcast articles and uh, video series as well. And uh, Jeff is my co-host, uh, one of my co-hosts on Indie Comics. Yep. And he also has a weekly article. If you're ever looking for, well, I'll let you do your pitch for test picks. Yeah, well, Jeff, okay, so, find you online. Yeah, basically <laughs> under any comics, our entire thing is just about, you know, any comics rather than just focusing on the big two. We choose something from uh, from smaller publishers. And my particular thing that I provide article-wise to the Grand Geek Gathering is my picks of the week. I basically pick uh, two any comics that I think you will enjoy for that particular week. Yep. And uh, it's just to give you an alternative, although I may be starting to change my perspective now because it's really no longer the big two when you look at the publishers. It's more like the big five now, but, you know, that's something yeah. else. And this is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5. You can get my uh, Soda Movie blog, my comic strip, and the other podcasts and stuff in Junk Show. You can find I all that. I love that, that at... comic strip, by the way. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You can find all that at whowhatworswhy.com. If you want to send your comments, send it to whowhatworswhy at gmail.com via our Facebook page or through the website. If you want to show your support, just visit whowhatwearswhy.com slash support to find out how. Music has been provided by the Y-Axis. Find them at the Y-Axis.com. All the links and information can be found at whowhatwearswhy.com. I thought for fun for the after credits here, I'll just read some of the, the angry tweets about oh, no. The Last Jedi. Oh, dear. <laughs> They're too stupid. Here, here, here's, here's one of that. It's a pretty long one. No, no, no. This, this could be a teachable moment for the, for the people on here. Okay, come, he goes here. Ugh, Ryan Johnson's script really sucked. This movie was a colossal letdown. Instead of Lando, a, a Jedi or Sith training sequence, or an epic Luke Skywalker Ray versus the Knights of Ren on Act 2 Battle Royale, we got sappy, emo, force texting interludes, and wimpy Luke dying for no reason. Why would Lucasfilm approve this crap script? This is exactly the opposite of what we needed. Ryan Johnson has not only shit the bed, he's ruined our enjoyment of the entire saga. What a He needs to idiot. be fired as soon Sorry. as possible and replaced. No, Ryan, we don't want your new trilogy. I'm sure it'll suck. Uh, Ryan <laughs> wow. Johnson, but the thing, I would reply by saying Ryan Johnson wasn't hired to make your Star Wars movie. Yeah. He was hired to make his own vision, his interpretation. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, he wanted to make a good Star Wars movie. Yeah. yeah. And something different, yeah. douchebag. Not what you wanted. Go yeah. back, go back to your mother's basement. But this goes back to what Albert you always took the words out of my mouth, yeah. dude. Come yeah. on, this always goes back <laughs> to what. You try to be so clever. <laughs> this goes back to what Albert and I always talk about when when we review movies and stuff like that. We don't, you know, you have to review the movies for what it what the story is trying to tell. You know what I mean? If there's plot holes, if there's problems with it, it has to be within the context of whatever story they're yeah. telling, not yeah. what you want the story to be. And stuff exactly. Like that. If you want uh to make your movie, your whatever, just YouTube. You know, just, you can you can you know you can make your own movie and stuff and put it on yeah, YouTube. Exactly. And stuff. I, I cannot wait to see the reaction to Infinity War, Infinity War Part Two because there's gonna be a oh, lot they're of gonna come, Oh, they're gonna come out of the woodwork. There's gonna be a lot of death. What else is there, Albert? What else? What other problems? There? Oh, there's a there's a lot of them. But uh, what's another one is I find ironic is say here George Lucas needs to get it back from Disney before they kill it, oh. which they have <laughs> almost done with the Last Jedi. Are you Save kidding? your creation, George. Yeah. What an idiot! Are you kidding me? Uh, yeah. I, I would say this though. Uh, since I have a nephew, I've gone actually gone back and watched the prequels again. And They're it's, not as bad as you think. It's no, it's pretty shit. It's shittier than you remember. You know what I mean? Especially, especially Phantom Menace. Well, Phantom uh, Menace is literally oh, like watching I, uh, the room. 
You know what I mean? It's I think the that second one. I think the second one is the worst. I think the Star Wars. The film. Phantom Menace is the worst. Oh, God. Some of the the direction, the acting, it's so bad. It's like the room level bad. I it's like hard. I like I like Anakin. It's, I love I love that kid. It's horrible acting, horrible writing. Jake Lloyd is fine. Not only do the people that when that when you speak the people on screen are bad, the, the side characters on the side are horrible. You know what I mean? All, all the stage directing, it doesn't feel like a real place. It's just bad. Oh, these tweets are angering me. Oh. Here's another one here. Uh, get J.J. Abrams back. Still trying to figure out, having just watched it 30 minutes ago. Some great moments in the film, but over, overruled by the absolute crap in it. Two years for what? LOL, gutted. Well, Does Disney has well and truly ruined Lucasfilm. For this comment, uh, you're in luck, because they actually did bring back J.J. Abrams for the next movie. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. yeah, so he can just retell uh, you know, Return of the Jedi again for us. Again. Honestly, if, uh, I hope it'd be super ironic if J.J. went back and sort of remade The Last Jedi. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> But that is what I'm concerned about. Is JJ just gonna like retcon the retcon? I think he will. I don't. <laughs> he I just. I don't think. He, and that's why I said earlier. I don't think he has any place in Star Wars anymore. I think no. he's just. He's just. He's a rubbish. But, but he's 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 made recent comments. He's made comments like he, there are things in uh, Force Awakens that he would go back and change. He he he's read some of the criticism. He said on every movie. Yeah, he, he says he, he. Hopefully, he does learn from that, and then well, at least he, he admits it. Well, we yeah. barely have any time for him to write that script. The pro- so the. The the my worry for JJ Abrams is actually the writer. The writer is the one they got. It, it's uh, Ben Affleck's writer from Argo. Oh, and those, those horrible oh, oh yeah. I love Chris, that. I love. I uh, know. I can't remember his name. But do, do you Chris imagine him Tarico? writing a Star Wars story? Chris yeah. Tarico, t- why not? Tycho or something like that. Mm. I think he's the guy who, who they hired to write it. Okay, I have it, a bad feeling. Oh, here's another. This. Here's here's another one. You've destroyed whole Star Wars saga. No Ray Skywalker. No Snoke backstory. No lightsaber fight. Hope you'll pay that. for this. Well, yeah. that's because, again, he's a he, he wants Star Wars to stay the same. He doesn't want perspective. He he doesn't want you know and character also, dri- character driven or world building. And also, I don't think Giant uh, has literally destroyed Star Wars. He didn't go back to all the DVDs and all the Blu-ray, yeah, versions, know, right? all the streaming services. It literally Star Wars still exists. All those old. And, and here's one that attacks everybody. And there's a lightsaber battle. Wait, you, you didn't see in, in Return of the Jedi where Jar Jar. Banks goes in and just destroys that you know uh, the the uh, the star destroyer by itself. Yeah, it's all it's all it's, 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 it's fine. here's another one that attacks everybody. If Star Wars was your childhood, you'd hate the new movie. If you're new to Star Wars, you'll have no idea what's going on and love the movie. Yeah, okay. well, my, my, I, what? What? <laughs> I get. I have both perspectives because I've yeah, I, I've been with Star Wars since '77 when we went or whatever. Yes. But and then I took my nephew, who's like seven and a half, is new to Star Wars, and he loved it. We both loved it. So. Yeah. No, this is just a good fucking yeah. movie. Just people yeah, just again, they're yeah, just dumb. Uh, uh, last one. The closing minutes of Rogue One with, with Vader in the hallway is a million times better than this entire movie. I, I'm not one I actually have to agree with. No. no. <laughs> Could you imagine a whole Darth Vader movie? There are comparable scenes. I mean, uh, the but, apex of this movie is the s- light speed and also the lightsaber battle. And those are as good as the Vader scene at the end. Yeah. Dar- Dar- Darth-, Darth Vader, if they made a Darth Vader movie, it would be so boring and whiny and dumb. And just... They did. They made three movies out of Darth Vader. They actually made six, if you really think he, about it. He actually doesn't yeah. have that much screen time. In the first one, yes. In all in three s- of them. Second and third one, he had a lot. I think he only had like 18 minutes in both. And like, like, oh, really? Yeah, no, dude, he does not have a lot as much as you think, as everybody thinks. I got, I got to say this. Especially when, Boba Fett. I got to say this. When people start their argument about, about how they feel about the new movie, they, they either start with, I'm a huge Star Wars fan and I hate this movie. Or they yeah. go, I'm a huge Star Wars fan and I love this movie. They have to defend themselves. That's, yeah. that's the worst part. Yeah, exactly. I'm a, I love Star Wars. I, I really, really enjoy this movie. If, I, yeah. I agree. If you love Star Wars, I, then you're going to love this movie. I think there's the a couple yeah. of, there's some problems with it. I think there's a 
if they retweak it and do some things, they could have done it and made a, a legitimate masterpiece. It's close, but it's still very, very good, very good. I would say that one of the top ten movies of the year. And oh, I, I think one so of too. the strongest entries. Yeah, it sucks because I just I just created my top ten list and it's just ah uh, uh, God, I don't yeah. want to uh, my top ten list is so mm-hmm. good. I don't want to knock them down, but this one deserves to be up there. Yeah, and just just to put a pin in this, uh, critics and audience reaction on Rotten Tomatoes are split. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has a high score. Audience do not. Uh, same thing with Metacritic. Same thing too. There's a split. However, in IMDb, critics and audience are the same. And huh. then in the cinema score is an A. Yes, that's so. the only one I care about. Cinema score. That's the that's the thing. That's the only thing they're supposed to. That's the only job is to to survey the audience and stuff like that. That's the one I believe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And this has been another episode of Spartans Please, which is part of the Who What Works Why Network.